Blog Talk Radio. And I just don't give a damn. This is what I am. What I am. Understand? I don't give a damn. damn. This is who I am. Who I am. Man, I don't give a damn. damn. This is what I am. What I am. And I just don't give a damn. My G's still pumping, sold on the culture, you know that my doja culture game over, soldier, I'm cooling, be on the sofa, niggas are poses and I'm the That is, of course, unless you're not listening live, this is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast, it is a Wednesday, December 20th, 2017, I am your host, Travis Bryant, and uh, with me, per usual, is our, uh, our good friend, Cameron Hawkins. Cam, what's uh what's happening? What's going on, man? A uh, little bit of this, a little bit of that. Um certainly got uh a lot of things to talk about. Certainly more now, thanks, Cameron, for jeez. I'm like trying to what, have what did, a, I, what did I do this time? What did I do? Breakfast taco date and Twitter just won't won't shut up about, oh, I think this is match of the year. This is show of the year. Yeah. Oh, 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 times times seven threads. (laughs) We're times seven poles. Great, 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 great. It's the price you pay, man. No, it was awesome because I got the, it got to be a topic of conversation. Like, hey, um, people are into me. You know, maybe you should be too, lady. (laughs) <laughs> oh, why you were, why you was in there, yeah. No, that's, uh... It's yeah. over. Oh, it's just, you know, my fan base participating yeah. in this online thing that we do, you know. <laughs> no, yeah. like, being, like, being relevant is weird. Because I, 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 you know, we post these polls and things, and I don't expect people to interact with them except to a point, and then, like... Strangers are coming at you, and at first they're arguing, and then they realize that you'll actually have, like, a drawn-out, objective conversation with them, and then they want to be friends and follow, and it's it's all weird. <laughs> it's all strange. Like, I'm like, we can tell each other and be yeah. done with it. But it's like, it's, yeah, it's normal. But it's it, it's fun. It's been a fun day, and I'm sure we'll explain to everybody what it is we're working on. Um, I don't know if you noticed, but that poll is going to be up for a whole week. So it'll be a chance to really, yeah, it'll be a chance to really get some, get some good feedback. And um, I got a few more responses on the, uh, the main one that we're doing, which is, you know, kind of the, the big shows that are going to be participating in it. So we'll talk about it, but yeah, it's, um, like, all this was happening, and I finally have a job where I really work. <laughs> so, like, I'm kind of looking over my shoulder watching these things, and I'll go back, like, 30 minutes later, and there's all these responses and questions and comments. So, yeah, it's been, um, I don't know, it, it's been a good week or two for us, man, as far as this, uh, the creative side of the things that we do. It's, it's, tw- 2018 looks like it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a good, busy, heavy one for us, and I'm excited about it. Absolutely, like uh, heavy in the best sense of uh, sense of the word. Exactly. Um, yeah, we can uh, we'll talk a little about our 
Hops and Heroes stuff last week uh, that we did last Thursday. We'll talk about that a little later. Uh, yeah, we had a we had a certainly a busy week. You know, East Coast cast, you know, name and South Congress brand <laughs> was out there this week for sure, or in the last stuff, week. Yeah. So um, yeah, um, but yeah, let's go ahead and get the show started. If you wanna. Join in on the conversation and uh, talk directly to Cameron and myself. You got to hit us up on the Constellation lines. Give us a call three four seven two zero two zero one zero three. Once again, that's three four seven two zero two zero one zero three. If you can't call us, you can always shoot us an email anytime during the week, anytime during the show. The mailbag is always open and constantly being refreshed. Hit us up on the email tip, eastcoastaudioshow at gmail.com, eastcoastaudioshow at gmail.com. We've got a couple of emails in. Looks like we've got three. Three in. So two and, oh, a versatile one, one that we can go both ways with. Ooh, kinky. So, so yeah, so get your emails in. East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Twitter is always an option. <clears throat> Find the show at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. Uh, join in on this, on the conversation. Um, and we'll be talking about that throughout the show, year end stuff. If you like year end uh, thoughts and, and, and polls and opinions, uh, hit up. At East Coast Cash, join in on the conversation. Give us a give us a follow, and you know Twitter works. Uh, you can fo- find me on Twitter at Trav Lord, and you can find Cam at Seahawk. That's C E E Hawk. And uh, Facebook, Facebook is the last bastion of Gadadich. Uh Find the Facebook fan page at Facebook.com/slash PW Torch East Coast Cast, and. Um, like the page, tag your wrestling buddies in it, share it on your timeline, that whole thing. Uh, but big ups to uh, Shannon Brewer and uh, our good friend Steve Steve Williams, who basically just reactivated his account and the light came back. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. That, that's all that happened. Uh, uh, but yes, uh, two people we are friends with, and uh, Shannon in this case, new friends with. And, uh, again, we'll get to that. Maybe get a little pluggy plug in for her and what she does. Uh, so, yeah, so hit us up on all those various uh, social media and communications platforms. Uh, so, Cam, uh, headlines, poll results. Um, oh, yeah, we got sure. I, I, headline probably has to be uh, a combination of three things. Um We'll go with the, I think, the most significant first, um, for the first time ever. What? what Marvel happened? canceled Luke Cage. It's fine. The book. Um, the, 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 the book. Well, no, of course. Like, the, the show makes too much money. Um, yeah, so first things first. Um, we are going to have the first ever uh, Women's Royal Rumble um, at the Royal Rumble pay-per-view January 28th. Um, so that, you know. A big talking point. Um, congratulations to uh, the female performers who, 
like get to you know finally do this. It's probably been a long time coming. Um, does explain you know why we all of a sudden have a larger roster. Um, and hopefully there's some surprises there. Um, hopefully they put on a good show like we know they can do. Um, probably the, the the main event outside of the Rumble matches, um, triple threat match, which I think we kind of speculated on, uh, Brock Lesnar, Braun Strowman, and Kane for the Universal title. And I think the last thing would be Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Uh, retain their jobs by beating Shinsuke Nakamura and Randy Orton after a series of wouldn't you knows and mishaps and couldn't you call it from Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan. Couldn't you call it. Yeah, I think those are the big three things to to kind of jump us off uh, for the week in wrestling. Yeah, and certainly for me... um... And I didn't do what I was supposed to do. Um, I got back in and bullshit and played PlayStation and didn't watch the segment. I missed the the big segment between with Brian and Shane. I saw screenshots and Brian had a nice like he looked like somebody's professor, uh, you know, with the with the light brown jacket. I don't think it had tweed. I don't think it was tweed or it had the leather. Elbow patches, mm-hmm. you know, almost. Maybe, for, maybe in a few weeks. Yeah. For the things I don't like about the angle, I thought this was actually pretty good. Um, you know, yeah, Brian's kind of, you know, consensus and idea for the whole thing was like, look, I don't want you, like, I, I'm here because it's the land of opportunity. We're here because we have a common goal. And I don't want your personal feelings to affect the landscape that we've created, even if these are guys who don't go by the rules that we say. We can't make an example out of them. Um, And what he told him was, like, I don't want you, Shane McMahon, to become Mr. McMahon, which was kind of the gist of it. Um, I thought it was actually – and then Shane was like, you know what? Okay. Good luck with the show tonight. And left and didn't come back. Like, it was – for for everything I criticize about there not being like nuance and emotion and things that make sense, it was actually done pretty well. Okay. Hmm. And let me say, um, Travis, before we get going too far, because um, I, I don't know the next time that we're gonna do one of my shows, but um, uh, Combat Jack Reggio say I'm actually lost. His uh, battle with cancer He was only diagnosed earlier this year With colon cancer um, He died today uh, The reason I bring that up um, He's probably uh, The Combat Jack show is probably the first podcast I listen to regularly um, A lot of my style A lot of the ways I interact with guests The way I tell stories um, You know my idea for Having an ensemble in the room And how I communicate with them a lot of what I do is based off of things I learned from him. Um, I, I thought I had the opportunity to meet him um, at South by Southwest uh, the year before last. Um, he hosted this big party. Um, it was like a rooftop party, had a good time. And he ended up not coming to the actual party, even though he put it on because he had some other stuff to go to. And I just wanted to, uh, you know, to thank him in person for inspiring me to kind of create my own 
brand and, uh, you know, to just kind of go forward with the podcast thing uh, the way I do it. So, you know, to somebody who really inspired me creatively and is a big part of the reason I do what I do, just want to say, uh, you know, rest in peace to Combat Jack. I didn't, I saw your thing and then I saw basically the rest of, you know, the rest of Twitter and social media kind of, uh, it was trending and I didn't know, you know, know who he was, but Mm -hmm. like seeing like everybody, you know, not just people bigging people up because that's, that's easy. That happens all the time. Yeah. Uh, But how they were talking about him, I was like, man, this, you know, makes me kind of feel like, damn, I, I feel like I missed out on something you know, worthwhile. Uh, And then the way you put it, like, no, I do what I do because, largely because, or maybe not because, but certainly influenced largely. Like, Uh, the hip-hop podcast basically exists because of him. Like, he was the first to really do it. And so, like, my, yeah, my, like, my interview style, like, the way that I converse with people I invite on to stuff, like, the way I talk to our callers is, is really based on what he did. So, so yeah, it's, um, like, again, for somebody I never met, for somebody I only interacted with, you know, a few times on Twitter, like, it's, it's, it's a heavy thing, and, you know, wish, wish him and his family the best, but he, um, in a way that I don't know if we're going to talk about people like this, like, whose podcasting style are we going to talk about? You know what I mean? But, you know, in, in a way that a lot of people won't be able to say they did, like, he influenced a generation of podcasters. Um, and I know who else is going to be able to say that? Like, him and Joe Rogan can say that. You know what I mean? Um, so, right. yeah, just uh, RIP to Combat Jack, man. I hope that, you know, going forward, the, the style that he kind of pioneered, I hope I can do it justice. Um, so, yeah, just, uh, yeah, heavy stuff right now, heavy stuff. Yeah. The, uh, the chat room is open, by the way. Uh, you guys have came back last week, but it's largely uh, yeah, largely empty lately. And, and perfect timing. Our poll yeah. just ended, um, our weekly ah. poll. So that's... That's the one thing we didn't talk about. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because we had, yeah. Because huh. um, so we did, was, um, you know, the Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, Nakamura, Orton match was at Clash of Champions, which I thought was it was okay. You know, nothing special um, as far as the show goes. Um, even though we did get another, we got, well, I thought we had two standout matches though. Um, I think the Fatal Four Way Tag match was really good, and I think we got to see. Jinder Mahal's best match to date. Um, yeah. You know, probably no coincidence it was against AJ Styles, but I mean, we can dive into that. His best match more. to date was against AJ, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, that, that carries. But uh, basically, my question was this: um, In your mind, did tonight's and of course that night uh, WWE Championship match at Clash of Champions? Um, what did it do for Jinder Mahal's future as a main eventer? Uh, the options were thirty-four. Uh, were helped it, hurt it, or didn't affect it. I should just leave off didn't affect it from now on because it's a fence riding option. But um, yeah, thirty-four. We had four hundred and seventy-eight votes. Thirty-four percent of people said it helped his future. Twenty-four percent of people said it hurt his future as a main eventer, and forty-two percent said it didn't affect it. Um, I would fall. Yeah, why on would the you want to leave that off? 
just because I, I think it's a bit of a cop-out, because if you're not going to explain what you mean by didn't affect it, like didn't affect it could mean Vince is going to push him regardless. You know what I mean? Like, it's not asking how you feel about him as a main eventer. It's asking, you know, what you think will come of that. Um, I thought it was a good match. I thought, you know, they're finally, like, he should be big power wrestler who you can't move, who can push you down, who when it hits you, it hurts. Like, he should be that. That's the physique that he's given. That's the attitude that he's given. He should be a bruiser. And that was what he portrayed in the match. Um, and, you know, AJ is just great at every facet of wrestling, so he sold it great. No, I thought it was a good match. Like, I was I was happy for him as somebody progressing in their career because I thought he looked really good. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I most people think it didn't affect it, um, but I thought it helped his future. As, as yeah, I voted for helped. Like, I don't think – excuse me. I don't even want to, want to say – sound like, you know, it's disparaging, but he, it's just the fact, like, he's at a point in his career where he can, he really can only get better. Mm-hmm. Right? Very like, true. I mean, if you're below where you've come, then you're not doing good, because that's been the knock. Like, he's he's not, not good. He doesn't have good matches, and he's, mm-hmm. you know, not the best personality, excuse me, personality guy. I mean, fine, but so yeah, I thought it helped. I thought, uh, yeah, best match he's had and again, like we, I said a bit earlier, no, no, his last match, his last best match of his career was against AJ as well, so uh, just keep putting him in there against AJ or don't, but <laughs> you know. All right, uh, give him give him standing yeah, next those, week. Yeah. Is that what we're getting? Oh, nice, okay. No, I mean, we're not getting that, but I'm just saying, like, give him Sammy. And, oh, 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 damn it. You know, fine. Get get Dolph off the off the, uh, off the the couch, which is where he's... I don't know how much of SmackDown you saw, but some interesting things happened on SmackDown. Like, Dolph put the U.S. title down the middle of the ring and walked away um, <laughs> after he ran down all of his career accolades to no reaction from the audience. Um, and put the belt down in the middle of the ring and left. Um, Gable and Benjamin beat the Usos clean. Yeah, um, so in a really match. good match. Um, yeah. you know, had the had the feel good six man match, which kind of quote unquote reset the universe, as it were, or even things out with the the faces coming out on top of the heels. Um, yeah, it was it was it was a pretty good show. Um, they. I, I thought it was a good show. Um, I'm interested how you feel about Raw as a show, how the callers feel about Raw as a show, because I think you either loved it or hated it. I don't know if you're really in between on that. Um, really? Yeah, I, um, I was <clears throat> I was just about to bang. It was, it was, it was a good, okay show. It was fine. Yeah, I've, I've seen like it was, I mean, because they, they did something different. Like you got multiple guys wrestling on the same show, um, you got a really hot start to the show, and I thought, like, you got a not a dreadful ending, but, like, I can just, I could talk for an hour about the issues that Stephanie McMahon presents oh, and how, like, her needing to supersede 
like basically you have an invasion. Um, you have a new group that shows up that's ready for war and isn't going to stand and is going to separate the wheat from the chaff. And then Stephanie comes out. Everybody stops fighting, and she tells them about, you get a Royal Rumble. Let's all pose for a picture. Like, I don't know. It's really tone deaf what they do with her. Um, got Jason Jordan and Seth Rollins, which was great. Um, just thought, I don't know. Like, I've, I've heard people say, yeah, like, this wasn't good for long match reasons. And then, like, it was good because you got those extended matches you typically only get on pay-per-views. So maybe maybe it is so uh, so up and down. We should say it's in between. Maybe you're right. Yeah, I thought what, what was what the main stuff was was all decent. Like, I mean, Brock came out. I mean, he just watched Strowman and Kane. Uh, yeah. did, not sure what came of that. Was Kane and Strowman just done for tonight? It was a wrap. Boys got served. No, no, I mean, like, they didn't have, like, a segment later, like, a, nothing? No. Yeah, no, yeah, I didn't think so. Um, so, but still, but that was fine. And yeah. get down, little jackass. Um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I just thought it was it was a fine show. Not, I, I mean, I was more of like not really in the middle. It was it was a fine show. I thought mm. I, great. It was just a, a decent raw. But the end, yeah, with Stephanie was like anticlimactic. Like because I kind of knew like oh, they got to do uh, all, all signs were pointing. You know, the crowd, <clears throat> the crowd of women two weeks in a row with the with the you know, brawling and fighting and stuff. It's like, ah, oh, she's about to do this Royal Rumble thing, isn't she? Because I'm not a, I'm not the biggest fan of this. Like, I don't, I don't understand. I don't. You know, there were reasons why they made the battle women's battle royals, um, the way they did, rules wise, where you can just go for under or through the ropes. You didn't have to go over the top. Uh, for and those reasons still exist. Women aren't. I mean, they, they're athletes and stuff, but they aren't on average, you know, super tall and have long arms like men and can take that bump. I think I went through this last week safely, consistently. You know, you want, how do you think, how's Lana going to get a I mean, there's ways you can, I mean, I'm not saying everyone has to take a bump the same way. That's obvious, but I just think there were reasons, and I don't think the uh, reasons are gone. And I think if you book the women, if the women's division was booked better and more women up and down the card had, character, you know, solid character development and were in feuds outside of, you know, the championship. And I guess now is a bad time to talk about that with the two factions debuting and stuff. But still, um, yeah, I'm just not – you know, is it, and is it going to be half the time limit, 45-second intervals, another hour-long match on the show or whatever, half hour, 45 minutes? I don't I don't know if I'm, you know, Royal Rumble's a big, solid gimmick that you know, that doesn't need messing with. And then the water yeah. down by half. Let's have another Royal Rumble on the, on the show. It's like, okay, well, we'll see. And it can be super intricately booked, and I'm like, oh, wow, that was that was great. 
Right now, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm um, I mean, what I'm curious about is, you know, what do people pop when Sarah Logan comes out by herself? You yeah. know, like when when Liv Morgan comes, like, are we gonna have the Liv Morgan Alexa Bliss moment that we deserve? Like you're you're setting that up for us. You know what I mean? Like. I want to see. No, we're going to have the Liv Morgan. No, we're going to have the Liv Morgan, Mandy Rose, Carmella, uh, um, other one I can't. You just said all facing off. They're going to probably go super meta and do shit like that. Uh, I mean, they're like Ruby Riot and Paige have to square off. Like they have to. Like they're just things like. And, and my, yeah. I'm curious, like, does does Ember Moon as NXT champion yeah. get in there and get to go, get to have that second with Oscar? Like, there are, I mean, there's some interesting things, but you really have to be invested in the women to appreciate them. And it's like, have they given people not named Travis and Cameron a reason to be invested? You know, like, and we're it's, really it's nice only invested that, like, because it's. It's just, you know, it's kind of the thing. We have to kind of be invested at least to some extent to know what the hell's going I on. Think, I think it's 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 more effective if you don't announce the Women's Royal Rumble with all the women in the ring from Stephanie McMahon. Like, I think Kurt Angle, as your GM, or both but GMs. But he's not a woman, Cam. It doesn't matter. It absolutely doesn't matter. Um, it wasn't you know there when Sasha If it has to be a woman, make it Lita. If it has to be a woman, make it Lita and Trish Stratus. Like, I, no, no, the, no. But the, then you kill. Then you kill the excitement for is Trish or Lita going to be like a surprise? You know, an entrant. Okay. They call. I don't know. Dig up. Mueller May Young, whoever's still kicking. Like, the thing is, the, the idea that Stephanie McMahon is some type of pioneer in in wrestling is ridiculous. She's the first woman she's to do child. anything. Yeah, she's the child before of the Stephanie boss. Stephanie McMahon, women, I don't think, could vote before, like, 1978. Yeah, she, she has uh, no... Like, there, there's anything. nothing about Stephanie McMahon which says she pushes... Or Bro versus the, the equality or the benefit of the women that work for her. We have no knowledge of that. And we would know. Like, we would have heard Stephanie pushes hard for women to be X, Y, and Z. We've never heard that. Like, she happens to be a woman who's a McMahon, so she makes announcements for the women who work for the McMahons. Like, it's it's empty. It's hollow. It means nothing. So, like, don't like you're always lying to me. It means everything. Ugh. She's the wrong yeah, woman. I mean, you're right. They have that reaction. Yeah. yeah. And she's stuck. Uh, she's like, I'm the brand ambassador. I'm. And to be fair to her, she's been associated up until this point with all the women. You know, with all this uh, women's evolution, revolution stuff, and uh, Charlotte and. And all them showing up, and you know, I mean, at this point, it would be jarring. Like, wait, what? They sent 
Like Kurt's just making him. They don't get. She doesn't get to say. Kurt doesn't get to say those lines about. You know, this started off as a. You know, a women's evolution evolution turns into a whatever. The whole line. I don't think Kurt can deliver. Can number one can deliver all that, and two. Uh, it doesn't have the impact. Yeah, he so, wasn't there. He so wasn't. again, if she has to do it. Do it backstage. Better. It just don't have all to be the better. women. Yeah, don't have all the women who want to kill each other, who have been ganging up on each other, stand by while you make this announcement. Don't have them stop fighting because your music hits. Like, and and have I, these I'm not looks stop on their faces of my boss walks in. Like, I but the fight. looks on their yeah, exactly. They were like, oh, they were caught. They were caught children. Like, kids that got it just caught, undermines you know, the thing. It undermines what you're doing. Like wrestlers, like male wrestlers, don't stop. The only reason they stop fighting when somebody else's music hits is to either prep for them so they can fight them too, or to run away. They don't back off of who they're beating up and stand at attention. And part they, the they, scenes they and happen. everything. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, I don't like if, if she's the one that has to make the announcement. Great, don't do it in the midst of your performers performing. Like you have the time. It's a three-hour show. It's just it's ugly, is what it is. All right. Speaking of ugly, let's talk to some callers. Yeah, that was really? Cam's transition. That was Cam's transition, not mine. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> let's uh, let's go to one 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 one. I think that's Craig. I hope that's Craig. Uh, Craig, I want to. Haven't talked to Craig in a few weeks. He's been persona non grata. So anyway, one one one. Um, Craig, is that you? What out? This is Craig. What's up, what up Craig? How you guys doing? Doing all right. Yeah. Doing well. I'm sorry I've been persona non grata. It's the holiday season. I'm I'm doing all the uh, stocking of the shelves and whatnot, and everybody keeps giving me overtime, and I hate overtime. So we don't matter during the holidays. But I miss you. Is what you're saying? No, no, I got you. No, I, I work. No, I work no, no, on no, Wednesday no. nights. I, I, can't, I, I, nope, nope. It's all good. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Usually I get Wednesday nights off, but you know the Wednesday before Thanksgiving is the worst night of the year for grocery people. So oh, yeah. just pat them on the back <laughs> when you walk by them next time. Or, no doubt. Nope, I'm knocking over the whole pyramid full of yams. Kicking that bottom one out. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, now. I, I, I have listened to every minute of you guys. Like, uh, what was it? Friggin' uh, last week, I was working, I think it was when, uh, Thursday night, and I had like, okay, I had the East Coast cast, then I had the East Coast cast VIP, then I had uh, uh, Trav on with with uh, Wade, and then I had on the Trav on with, a, 
Yeah, yeah, and, and then Trav on with Richard. And by the way, by Trav, congratulations for your first appearance on the deep dive. You were good. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. <laughs> wait, oh. wait, wait a second. The gimmick. <laughs> Yeah, no, this would be four hours Boy, a week oh. doing your normal thing and maybe even an hour extra doing this thing over here. Uh, but no, this time you're and good. I love this wow. so much crap. Good. And, that, and then all of a sudden this, this extra podcast appears when it's, it just so happens to be Cam's birthday and, and they're celebrating Mason's birthday. And that I couldn't hear a damn thing because only one of my earphones worked. So I have to wait until I get home, and I have to listen to it on the the real speakers. Wait, last week was a mess. That's, okay, uh, wait, 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 wait. But Craig, that's, I mean, you didn't listen to me and Wade yeah, yeah. on Monday. Oh, plus you and Wade on Monday, plus uh, the 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 <laughs> one after the Earth X episode that didn't go up until what? I don't was it Saturday? Yeah, Jeez, yeah. Oh, yeah, now, we, Ty, what am I buying these shirts for, man? I, I expect this stuff like Thursday, Friday. <laughs> Come on, man. I, I, no, yeah, we had, I wrap uh, myself in an ECC is lit blanket <laughs> at night. Which, which and, we, and you guys look, can't I give told, me a... <laughs> I told my date today about that, and I was like, we still don't have any pictures, so I can't <laughs> really confirm it. So... Yeah, Craig. I, I, I mean, not you, say you, oh. you say you bought that blanket, but I still Dude, everything else you bought your T-shirt and just, everything. You, hey, here's a picture of me, guys. I haven't. Now, now. Hey, hey, have I? No, 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 no. Have I taken a picture <laughs> of you with? Dude, I bought like four T-shirts, and I have. I've only taken a picture of you with one because someone else at the Lions game took a picture of me. But I, I'm only here with my dog. And my dog can't, he doesn't have opposable thumbs, so he can't take a picture yeah, no, of me no, sleeping, I, I and mean, I, I don't think if, I if only, If only cell phones had front-facing cameras and timers in those things, like, I can't wait till Dude, we get to my arms, space age future. My arms, <laughs> my arms are like half the size of my legs, man. I'm like, I'm like a Tyrannosaurus Rex up in there. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't. Every time, every time I try to take a selfie, it's like I'm taking a picture of my lips, and that's like, uh, that's it. My arms only go. So <laughs> I don't know what you were gonna say. They, they, they don't have a zoom out, like you know. All right, all right, all right. I'll leave you and your baby arms alone. Um, <laughs> so yeah, what's uh, what's on your mind this week? Oh, plenty of stuff, man, and and I'm and I'm glad you started out with that whole ripping the whole women's Royal Rumble thing because that made me so it. mad. I, all, right, all right, no, 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 no. I I understand. I heard the whole thing. I I I completely understand where you're coming from. I am I am a I am a smart man. Okay, but <laughs> I am getting really tired of all this like. Anti, the anti, like okay, all right. Here, here we go. And first of all, I want to, I want you guys to know, from the from the front, I am not pro Stephanie McMahon or pro McMahon. I am not pro them. 
but I'm getting really tired of your boss, Wade, and I'm getting really tired of this whole, like, Cam argument of, oh, they need to separate the women from the, from the, uh, oh, they need to, you need to stop being who you are because you're in this certain area of entertainment. It's ridiculous. Okay. All right. You're saying that because you're you're in this you're in this kayfabe world that you need to adhere to these characters that you are all the time, regardless of what's happening around you. I think and I'm listening, Craig, I think that might be a generalization of a bit of a generalization of what I'm saying, but but I but I'm listening. Okay, so so women are dealing with all kinds of crap right now. Black people are dealing with all kinds of crap right now, and now. so yeah. if something were to happen in in a in a setting like wrestling or mm-hmm. any kind of entertainment, any kind of entertainment, that you're saying they need to not put that into their it's like our, our, okay so when uh when uh supergirl did their you know they they have been very outspoken i i want to say that you know they haven't been very outspoken they just said a couple things but they they've they have their been clear outspoken this year right they have a slant right yeah, exactly oh. And, and are you saying are you saying they 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 shouldn't they shouldn't do that because they should have adhere to the character of Supergirl who uh, who grew up a Republican and whatnot and, you know whoever I, I, whatever it is Wait, that's the that's Supergirl's a, historically a, a Republican. I'm just saying if she were a Republican, should you not adhere to the what whatever's going around on around you? Should you not like, like, like celebrate the things that are going on around you? Like I, all right, for, all right let, let's go the other way. Nine eleven, when oh, like nine oh, eleven oh. happened, everybody came out and everybody and oh oh yeah, no, that's not that. good oh. because uh, you had heels and faces on the same stage and that's not good because they're all arm and arm. I know there's a place where that begins and ends. Like, you know, I hate that arm and, you know, like everybody's standing, facing the camera stuff. I, I hate a lot of that stuff, but there's a time when you need to celebrate women getting a step forward, black people mm-hmm. getting a step forward, or, you know, any of that shit. Right. Well, I, 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 I would compare that, that to a like, tragedy oh, you, and everybody coming you, together. You can't be a human being because you're a character. Yeah, well, and here would be my, just my counterpoint. Like, I, I agree with you. Like, it's definitely something to celebrate. My my thing would be this. I wouldn't want, you can't put Clarence Thomas on TV to tell me I got reparations and expect me to jump up and down. Like, who's giving the news does affect the news. Um. 
so so again, my thing is, I this is something to celebrate. This is like an achievement, but it's not an achievement for Stephanie McMahon, and it's not an achievement. And that I I'm comfortable with Stephanie McMahon passing down. Like the the messenger does influence what's going on here, which was which was why I said if somebody else presented it, it would be cool. But at the same time, like I can't if I'm punching you in the face, and not, not you, Craig. Of course, like if I'm punching somebody in the face. No, no, Craig. Anybody except my mother or the police showing up is not going to stop me from punching you in the face. Like I'm not going to stop what I'm doing because of who's in the room. Unless it's somebody who can hurt me or somebody who would be sad by what I'm doing. Like like I said, like well, you're, if I'm fighting, Cam, you're trying I'm, to tell me you're you're trying to tell me that if it wasn't Stephanie McMahon it wouldn't have the same kind of backlash and it would have the same kind of backlash. I well that that's my thing. I Well what's the, the, the backlash? Only backlash I've seen because Craig, I haven't and I'm not saying like there aren't people who are like, Why are they doing this for the women? Uh, like I'm not. Why are they doing I'm saying I'm sure there are people doing that. I haven't seen that. So I'm not even I'm talking about to... that. I'm... Oh, Cam. go ahead. I'm sorry. Cam, I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the fact that it happened as a segment. Like, oh the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. A oh. lot of people are rebelling against the segment, and they're not rebelling yeah. against well, Stephanie McMahon. Yeah, although, I mean, sometimes those, those things are conflated. A lot yeah. of a lot of times those things are conflated. Like they're trying to say like. I hate Stephanie and I hate this segment, but okay. you know, no, no, but like, I'm thing. trying like, to, I'm trying to parse those things. Well, well, let me say this. Like, let's say that um, you have that same six man tag at the end of raw, right? All right. I'm sorry. At the end of SmackDown, let's say AJ is not the champion, but you have that same six man match. If, if during yeah, that six man match, it breaks down into a brawl, then Daniel Bryan comes out and says, the six of you are going to be in the Money in the Bank match. Like, that's corny to me. Right. Because they heard that Daniel would be Bryan's awesome. music, yeah. they stopped. Because we've seen that every friggin', you know, Raw Smackdown for the last <laughs> 10 yeah, years. I'm saying, like, it's, to me, it's corny. Like, it's not, like, Stephanie being involved in it is only part of the problem. To me, everybody's stopping because the authority figure comes out, especially when, like, again, it's not like it's just a six-person tag match. These are the women. That's who where I'm fighting you. But, Cam, you're oh, you're, you're saying yeah. that you're saying that, but that's where I'm fighting you is because you're saying that's not a big deal. I'm saying that is a big deal, and it should be celebrated, and people should break kayfabe and and hug each other, even if they're you know, uh, characters that are fighting each other because they've reached a certain point. I'm not, I I hate that it it has to be a, a, I hate that that has to be a point that needs to be reached, but you're reaching a point and that's something to be celebrated, just like something to be mourned, like 9-11, like I said, or, or like any kind of, like, if, like, like when, I wish, I wish there would have been like like a big thing like that when, yeah, because we because we don't want to harp on this one point. Let me ask you this: Is that same segment more effective if Stephanie McMahon comes out first and calls them all out? They haven't fought. It's not in the context of a match. They just all have to share the same space. Is it more effective? I understand what if you're they saying. Do it that way. Like again, my my thing is like I I, I get what you're saying that some things are so important 
it's worth breaking character. To me, breaking character is them not being at each other, is putting them in the same space where there's no violence. Right, but you're saying, you're saying, you're saying that she would, if she came out first and did that, then it would be different, but it wouldn't be because it would get the same kind of backlash because people would still be pissed like Wade and 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 Lance Storm and all these people that are like, oh, we don't want people to break kayfabe. But it's it's broken. It's broken. They're going to have that problem. I can only speak for me, because I don't, I don't speak for the masses or what the masses should like. To me, once you start fighting, like once like it breaks down into a brawl, you're not going to stop because you hear some music. But the, my, my larger yes, problem... Yes, I will. Okay, and that's, I, cool. I have. And that's cool. Like, <laughs> we don't have to... That's not something we have to agree on. I'm not calling you wrong for doing that, because people respond different to physicality. I'm saying it took me out of the, mom, out of the moment personally. And it, to me, like, I, I just... I can't see a, a switch flipping like that. I think it kills what you set up. And, as a and what event. I'm saying to you, Cam, mm-hmm. what I'm saying to you is that you would be taken out of the moment regardless. Okay. And, and, and that's what my oh. problem is. Look, yeah, how if, about if, if, this, look, does this solve the problem? I think this solves the, issue, the problem for a lot of folks. Maybe not the initial Stephanie out there. <clears throat> like, so imagine they keep it the same way they they did it, but instead of like at the end of them raising each other's arms, you know, like hey, we did this thing together. Square up. Like then they look at each other like, wait a second, and then they go back to fighting. And Stephanie's got to get her ass yeah, out of the ring you. before she gets <laughs> before she gets uh, before she gets you know like in, in you know involved uh, physically. You know, yeah. bumped into it. All right, all right, fine, fine, fine. Get think back then. Moment, 9/11. Girl power no, no, no. moment that you gotta no, back. blatantly and heavy-handedly celebrate, um, and then you also um, you also make yeah, it make think sense with. Okay, they got caught up in the think moment. Think back to nine eleven. Think of think of how long it took you to to fight the guy you were mad at you're about asking, some you're petty bull. the wrong like, guy. Who's, who's the better <laughs> uh, baseball? <laughs> Travis is not the one you want to try to find common ground with. Uh, no, one. Travis is exactly the guy. That's why I'm going at him. I don't even understand the question. Wait, am I being disparaged? I don't get it. What are you saying, Craig? What's the <laughs> question? I didn't even hear. Travis, after 9-11, how, how, how long did it take you after 9-11-2001 did it take you to go after a New York Mets fan? Because you're a Philly fan, right? Yeah. How I long did it take you to get mad about some stupid petty shit like sports. He was still a scumbag on 9/11. He was a you know he was a scumbag yeah, on 9/11. Tra- Travis is not the guy you want to. Uh, and I guess yeah, I guess you're right, Cam. <laughs> yeah, he's the wrong guy. But but like no, I like Craig. You're not wrong. Like I let me let me be clear. You're not wrong. Like me, how how I interpreted the moment is how I interpreted. But like you know, don't get be mad at Lance Storm. Be mad at Wade. Like I'm I'm cool. I just. I didn't like it because no, I, I don't think I'm less mad at you. That's why I'm talking to you. Yeah, no good. Like no, I just don't like like to me it didn't augur because I want to believe that Paige is, you know, this ringleader of a bunch of killers. Like like that's what I want. And like But you know better because you're smarter than that. But 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 okay, I mean I'm I'm smart, but but 
I think what I want to say is this, like, I'm not, the Royal Rumble is a big deal for the women to have, like, a Royal Rumble. To me, it was a bigger it's a huge deal. deal. No, but but to me, it was a bigger deal when Sasha and uh, Charlotte got the main event in Hell in a Cell. Like, to me, that's a bigger thing. And the way they went about that and them appreciating getting that opportunity is better, but, like, Right, we Santino. all know that this is a way to yeah, get all the World women Rumble on the show at one time and to do to have this moment I mean, and to have it, a first. It's like that's easier than building up a feud or a rivalry to the point of mm-hmm. it deserves hell in the cell or even a raw main event, no. but a but a pay per view main event for sure. That's harder to you do. You know what's going to be a big a big hard deal to to happen is in ten years when they're going to be like, we need to back off on one of these Hell in the Cells or Elimination Chambers or Royal Rumbles or Money in the Banks, and we need to back off on one of them. And we need the women, because the women had the better feud going on, and we don't want to put Dolph Ziggler in another fucking match. And that would be a huge deal. What, when it's only That would be fucking... That would yes. Like it's we we get we get to, like, we get a Royal Rumble I, I, match. Like if there was no cool. men's regular men's Royal Rumble, it'd be something tragic happening. Yeah. I would think. And everybody that's the other thing, Craig. Everybody gets in. You know what I mean? Like everybody gets in the Royal Rumble. Like so it's it, again. It's it's a big deal. I'm not pretending like it's not. But what I'm saying is, you're celebrating getting a chance to be in a match. It's to, to me personally, it's a bigger deal than Sasha and Charlotte made event before. this show. But no, no, you're right. You're right. It's never happened before. It's a first. Like I really do dig that. I get it. To me, if it's the first time that you do something, you treat it with a different level of respect. And to me, like, it's not a celebration to have everybody break what they're doing to stop and talk about it. And if you're going to have them I break, don't care, man. again, Dude, let's all... Right. No, you, I'm you a Tigers care, fan. And that's cool. And, and, and two, and that, no, no, no. In 2008, I'm a Tigers fan. In 2008, mm-hmm. Obama got elected. And I didn't care that someone was a Giants fan sitting right next to me. In 2008, like, mm-hmm. I was ecstatic. Like, I, it didn't matter anymore. There's certain things, like, like mm-hmm. when, when are we allowed to break kayfabe? When are we allowed to not hate each other? That's my yeah. point. And it, okay. and it bugs me when, 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 they, when they Lance Orman and Wade and Johnny Polo, or Johnny, <laughs> Johnny Fairplay Great. come and say shit like that. Like, okay, yeah. Craig, do they hate each other on Monday again? Yeah, because they're playing characters. Okay. But you know, I mean, Melissa Benoit, if it doesn't, if it doesn't take you out the moment, I'm with that. Like, I, I just, it, it took me out. I didn't like how it was presented. But, like, I'm going to be over it after this Can show. Can you appreciate like, it, cool All right. Cool. Here's another question, though. Can you can you appreciate something you don't like? Hell yeah, I appreciate my mom's macaroni and cheese, and I don't eat it. 
<laughs> Everybody loves it. I, I celebrate it. I'm like, I'm glad y'all like it. I, I, yeah, it, it doesn't have to be for me. Like, you know, that that's fine. That's cool. Like, okay, like, uh, I don't know who that MMA dude was, uh, Craig, who uh, put up the video with the Young Bucks on Twitter and was like, grown men, watch this. And if you know me. For years, I've been like, yo, Young Bucks are corny to me. But I see the Young Bucks t-shirts selling out a Hot Topic, then the boys getting their money. I appreciate that. I'm happy for them that they found their lane, even if it's not for me. But they're doing it on their terms. The thing I watched Monday was not the people. And again, I care about women getting forward in this business and being treated like they deserve. Like, I still think the women who were on TNA Impact need to file a lawsuit for all the money they were owed when they were in the highest rated segments on that show and Hulk Hogan was making money hand over fist. Like, that's what should be celebrated, so, them getting their just due. Let me, this was a poorly so are, executed thing to me. Can you appreciate it even if you don't like it? Hell yeah. Absolutely. Now, I want to ask Travis because he was, like, really quiet during that question. What? Can I? Yeah, I can appreciate something and not like it. I just, yeah, sure, of course. Can't get through life without. Well, I mean, I think we're all on the same page. It's just we're arguing about stupid bullshit. So I need to ask you. What is your favorite food from a Chili's or Applebee's or any kind of shenanigans kind of restaurant? Uh, mm. Mozzarella sticks? Yeah, I was about to say some kind of appetizers like uh, uh, loaded (laughs) potato skins or something. Yeah. Yo, I like got eaten at Applebee's like once, and it was after like my sister's graduation or something. I don't even remember what I had. But I got eleven days to do the one dollar Long Island iced teas. We might have to make that happen. <laughs> dude, <laughs> dude, I was just I'm off all next. I year. literally just came from Applebee's. I got a cab home just to make it to this podcast to just to call in. Cause you real. I got a cab home. I'm sitting right in front of. I got a. I got a, a quesadilla burger. It's really good. Anyway, I got I got a bunch of gift cards for my friends at work, or not friends, but coworkers at work. Uh, oh, I got a I got a gift card uh, for my boss piece. for Longhouse Long Longhouse Steak Longhorn Steakhouse. Longhorn Three Steakhouse, bucks. good stuff. Yeah, that's my awesome. Gave me a bag with some damn cookies. <laughs> that's what you got. We had our, our uh, man, it's messed up. Real quick. So, I, of course, I'm, like, I'm not, uh, like, I'm, I'm an academic advisor now, so I'm in a different department. I'm still working out the same office, but I'm in my own office all week. Man, they had the Christmas party yesterday in my old department. They forgot to tell me, but somebody told me, so I popped up on them with a cake. They gave me some burritos. That was cool, but I still feel the <laughs> way. And then they're going to say, hey, Cameron, my old boss going to give me a hug. Hey, Cameron, here you go. Merry Christmas. Man, I had some candy and some cookies in it. What I'm gonna do is candy and some cookies. Where's my money? Give it to Travis. Here's my gift card. Give it to <laughs> Travis. Drop it off at the crib. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, you guys get in touch 
from time to time. You could just, you know, throw those things over to Travis. Nice. Mm-hmm. See? Uh, Political Coast cast, how will net neutrality affect your life? Not as much as I thought it would after listening to some people. Um, but still, um, some people, here's the thing that people. I worry about, Craig, and I think like on the state level, um, because, because we're state-funded, I think I'll be okay. But I do worry about working for a big college system where we basically have open Internet, and you don't have to be a student because we're um, – on the community level, not the state, not like the public state level, like like not like University of Texas, but you don't have to actually log in to use our internet. Anybody can use it in the vicinity, okay? And we have, you know, forty thousand students across eight nine campuses. So, with that many people using internet, how does that affect? Does it make tuition go up? Does the internet slow down for students if tuition goes up? Do they have to pay me less? Like, there are some things that, you know, to think about, but nothing concrete right now. Um, I know everybody who got my Netflix password about to start kicking in. That's what I know. <laughs> you're going to break bread to use my Netflix going forward, man. My HBO Go. Yeah, you're going to have to... Oh, I do got stars, man. Or it might might yeah, still man. be on there, but that was for uh, American Y'all, Gods. Yeah, man, watching watching American Gods on my dime. Nah, man, somebody got to come up. <laughs> but like, what about a uh, what about like PW Torch and stuff like that? How do, how does that is that going to no, affect that, them? Those are the places that need to worry. Yeah, like yeah. non giant. Everybody that doesn't, like, have a lobbyist or uh, something like that on, like, speed dial, you need to worry. If you're Comcast or adjacent to Comcast in some kind of way or Xfinity, AT&T, Cox, all these types of places, you're fine. If you've got the money, if you're Amazon, you're eBay, they're going to be all good because they can pay to be in the fast lane. I don't know if Dave Meltzer and Wade Keller can come up and be like, yo, we want to be in the fast lane that gets to everybody fast. We don't want to be in the buffer fucking zone. Who would? That's absurd. They're just class. They're, you know, they're making the Internet a, a, a class now. They're so transparent, so obvious. I don't know he's some people <laughs> that were these are just, yeah, and what we run into, um, you know, being, you know, even a step below the Melchers and the Kellers, like, I pay every month for us to be able to produce South Congress shows. And, right. you know, yeah. I pay for right. that. Well, that's, that's mainly what I was getting at, is because yeah. I, um, know, I know how much like, it's going to suck like, for, for like people South who have would get buried. Mm-hmm. No one would be able to access it. <laughs> yeah, and so except, except on YouTube, and then you have to pay radio, to go on YouTube. That's the Who thing. Who knows if Law so, Talk like, Radio can afford to be again? We, we think of yeah. them as you know they're this 
you know, big platform, the whole infrastructure, everything, you know, but who knows? I don't fucking know Blog Talk Radio's, uh, uh, not format, but their structure and their hierarchy and what their overhead and what their, how, what kind of, a, what size company they are. They might go, we can't afford, because they're, uh, it's bad. It's a bad, terrible thing for innovation, for fucking openness, for freedom. The only, like the only silver lining I see, and this is just me speaking as somebody who, you know, does work hard to produce content. Like, I, I don't want people to not be able to create, but... Craig, when we went to uh, when we went to WrestleMania in Dallas, you know, we're hanging out with like friends of friends, and you know that conversation comes up that like everybody has a podcast, and which is perfectly fine. But mm-hmm. I mean, maybe this does lead to like maybe there's less filler, you know? No. Maybe. Um, and I don't I want that, but you know, maybe. I need oh, filler, like, man. I was like, nice. But it's it's a it's a thing where like if like like this is the thing. Like you said, I I I pay to produce the South Congress stuff. I don't have to pay to produce stuff on YouTube. But what if I did? Like as somebody who you know is clearly willing to break a little bread to produce content it wouldn't bother me so much if I had to put a couple of dollars toward YouTube. I don't want to do it. But that's it. the thing. Like, I know. mean, maybe I'm nitpicking your example, but YouTube would be fine because they're owned by Google. They ain't, nobody's slowing mm. down YouTube, right? So yeah. if you – I don't know if then YouTube, they're already kind of being dicks a little bit with certain things, but I don't know then they would do something differently. Um, but if assuming, assuming – Things stay the same. You have a YouTube account. You can upload stuff, watch whatever. YouTube's fine. YouTube's going to pay the fast lane money, and you'll be all right. That'll be one of the things that, you know, you can access very quickly on all across all devices because they pay. That's not the issue. The issue would be, like I said, your personal stuff, your stuff that's not, you know, possibly this thing with Blog Talk Radio, you know, Wade and Meltzer, and I don't know how not to bring you uh, – What's you know, Outback Jack into it, but I don't know how big, you know, he, how, his is, thing got. Who is but, Outback Jack? But no, um, <laughs> combat, combat Jack, it's fine. Combat but no, like, <laughs> but yeah, that, but that's, that's kind of the edge of are you, because I mean, he actually kind of hosts a network that hosts The Read, which is like a huge podcast, but, but still, you know, they, they have sponsors, and so that yeah. affects you know, what they can do. But, no, you're right. Like, it, it does the, – the things that exist out here that aren't specifically corporation-backed, it's going to be interesting in the next couple of years exactly, you know, how they produce. And, you know, hopefully – If, know, if it actually goes through because it ain't actually yeah. gone through yet. And that's what I was saying. Hopefully at the state level we get some people who um, – we get some people like sort of like what they did with the Paris Accord. Like, you know what? Fuck y'all. We're gonna make our own statewide. You know, fuck with you know Trump said pull, we're mm-hmm. pulling out of Paris. Like, nope. We're going as New York yeah. State or as whatever state. We're going to still abide by and follow along to those uh, guidelines and blah 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 blah. Yeah. yeah. But who knows? Uh, I mean, hey, uh, thank you guys. 
No, Craig, thank you. Sorry, I was, I was saying thank, thank you guys for taking my call, and I love you guys, and I hope thank you have you a Merry you. Christmas. And I'm going to call next week from uh, Detroit. I'm, I'm gonna, there's a house show in Detroit. Me and my friend are going up to. I'm going to try to call in from there. I'm going to buy a phone card. Craig, who's uh, – I love you guys. What, is it it's a WWE house show? Yeah, yeah. In uh, okay. Detroit, next Wednesday. In Detroit? During, during gonna, the um, East Coast cast. Craig, do me a favor, and uh, I don't know what he's doing for Christmas specifically, but um, go ahead and DM me the, the info. I told you my buddy coaches for the Lions, and he's been, like, talking to me about wrestling, like, heavy over the last couple of months. So maybe it's something you guys can link up at. Send me the information. Yeah, DM it to me. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. All right, man. Thanks. Let me get it. Craig from Toledo, everybody. Uh, Yo, Craig really felt a way about uh, <laughs> about all the stuff he's been hearing for the last uh, day and a oh, half about uh, this Stephanie McMahon Royal Rumble segment. Wow. <laughs> wow. He invoked yeah. 9-11. Yeah, like, oh, okay. Let's do it. Fuck that Mets fan, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Go there. Fan, what? <laughs> uh, yeah, let's uh, keep it moving. We've, uh, you know what? Let's um, read one of these non-VIP emails here. And this is from Gibran in Vegas. He chimes in with some fellas. I have two questions for you all this week. Uh, what are your thoughts on the authors of Pain? Where do you see WWE putting them on the main roster? Or uh, ta- uh, or tag team division? Do you all see best... Wait, wait. Where do you all see WWE putting them on the main roster? And what roster? My bad. And what roster or tag division do you all best believe would fit best for what they do in the ring and the type of tag team they are thus far or what we've seen from them so far in NXT. Yeah, where where would they fit? Or, number one, would are they main roster ready? And and, and when, when do you call them up? Some, you know, it was 2018 or for sure, after WrestleMania. And where and where where do they go? Where do they fit? Who do you want to see? AOP. Yeah, AOP Bludgeon Brothers, all summer 18. No. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. <laughs> um, but, no, I mean, as far as how we feel about him, uh, and, Jabron, you'll you'll probably see this. Um, I don't know. Is he is he on the Facebook fan page? Don't know. Okay. Don't so, if not, um, you know, we can uh, – Trav, you can re- – I don't know if you want to respond to his um, – to his email with this, but – uh, between um, us at the ECC, um, our buddies affiliated with the Torch, uh, Stunt Granny, and uh, Place to Be Network, we are doing like a big joint podcast, uh, Best of WWE 2017. Uh, one of the categories was uh, NXT Match of the Year, and we actually had to pick between like three AOP matches for the fourth spot, for one of the four spots. So I'm we're high on AOP. Like, I wasn't at the beginning, but, like, their power, 
um, the way that they move, the way they can sell, it's a, ju- a juxtaposition of what you've seen at NXT, but they're, they're very good. Um, I really enjoy watching them as heels or even as kind of the anti-hero faces. Um, they really held their own in that triple threat match. Um, we ended up going with the match they had with Sanity as tag match of the year in NXT. Um, you know, they were really good in war games. Again, they're really athletic to be that size. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm super high on them. I think they have a great upside. I think, like, a feud with those guys and the Usos could just be great. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really high on them. And I think, uh, you know, maybe they're the team to get physical with the Bludgeon Brothers, you know, when that comes to fruition. Or maybe they're the quote-unquote power team on Raw when it's that time. But but either way, um, I'm high on those guys. Yeah, I think they've certainly gotten better in the last uh, year. Just their their trajectory was, you know, they haven't had any hiccups. You know, they've had a relatively upward trajectory, you know, understanding their look and their size. Like, okay, they're definitely going to get pushed and all that kind of stuff. So, um and they grew into the role. Yeah. Um, and they're, yeah, I'd like to see him feud with the New Day, since New Day always has has somebody uh, on the outside, and he can do stuff with Paul Ellering as much as he can do, like physically. I don't think he should start taking bumps or anything, but, yeah. Um Second question from Gibran. Uh, with the first ever Women's Royal Rumble coming up next month, when do you think Carmella will cash in Money in the Bank? I ask this because it's completely pointless to have her be in the Rumble because she's already had a title shot. When She she already has a title shot when she wants it. So is this just so is it just a shoe-in for maybe uh, Oscar to win the Rumble? Also, do you see Carmella cashing in at the Rumble or Mania? Uh, thanks, I'll be listening to the show. Hmm. I've actually Again, thought about that. I, I, my, 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 no, you got it. My theory or my thing with uh, Carmella is there's no rush. She has till July to cash anything in. It yeah. hasn't even been, you know, it's in about six months. So. You know, you don't have to do it at the Rumble. You don't have to do it at WrestleMania. You do it when when it feels right. And if none of those things, none of those uh, feel, you know, none of those, you know, it's just, yeah, you don't have to. But if they did, man, I, I don't know. I don't see Carmella as as any kind of, Long term, even as an ironic, even I don't see her as any kind of long term champion, especially without Ellsworth there to to do her to do run interference and to do stuff. Um, if she were to cash in, I'd expect her to lose it back either at the next pay per view or possibly on TV before the pay per view or something. Yeah, I just, Carmella is. I'm still baffled by that uh, that that idea to have her win and then have, you know, to, especially with the Ellsworth stuff and then have the redo and then she wins it again anyway. So, 
I'm not the biggest Carmella fan. She's fine, or character-wise, she's okay, but... Yeah, I think, like, because of... Again, we got six call-ups, which now seems like was prepping for there being a Women's Royal Rumble, you know? Um, yeah. So, no, everybody's... I, like, I, I wouldn't be shocked if the champions were in the Royal Rumble. It would not surprise me. Um, oh. Because, yeah. like, you you need 20, right? Like, you need maybe 15, I mean, but sure. you probably need 20. So it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me. So, no, everybody's going to be on hand, but, I mean, just think about the embarrassment of riches. If Carmella had won the title, had the title, the money in the bank, and won the Royal Rumble. Like, it's possible. Like, you've, you know, you play WWE 2K17, you can load <laughs> one guy up with all the titles, and he just has them, and the system has to figure out what to do from there. Um, so, no, it being pointless, I'll disagree in that she just have multiple title shots. Like, Randy Orton got, like, three or four shots at Jinder Mahal. You know, and he really only needed one well, after the time he lost. You know. How many times you, know, you get to compete is only limited by the guy it. writing it down on paper. You know, so... And he said, 
Gee, I'm sick and tired of this equal rights crap. Let's just give the women their own Royal Rumble so people can shut up. Or now we gotta talk about this. <laughs> like Kylie just did an expression, and I, and I think he wants us to like. And, I mean, I knew what he was talking about. Was it question. terrible? No, no, no. Yeah, I'm saying I, I think it. he wants us to just like answer his question. We're not touching the question yet. What mm-hmm. Kylie does expressions now? Like that's a thing now that we have to look forward to. So how long have you been working on this, Kylie? Everything they've said 
is that, you know, the women are held in the same regard as the men. Again, they've like Travis said, they've had their tournament. Like I said, they've main evented their pay-per-views. They've had their money in the bank. Um, they already have Survivor Series-style matches. They've main evented Raw. Um, and so it was just it's the natural progression. Like, the only thing, you know, else for them to do are, you know, to be one three-dimensional characters. But outside of that, to have everything that the men have would be a Royal Rumble. So I just think this was a natural progression. Yeah, I, I, I kind of thought that myself, but you you never know when it comes to Vince, so. Yeah. My second question is more for Travis, but you're more than welcome to, to answer this as well, if you want, Cam. But my second question concerns impact. Now, Travis, I don't know if you've heard the interview or not yet. I hope you have because, in my opinion, it's it's very enlightening. But Don Callis, and Scott Demore did an interview on Talk is Jericho last where they pretty much unveiled some of their plans for the newly Canadian-based impact. So my question is, is there anything that Don Callis and the new management team can do to force you to go out of your way to find Pop TV on whatever services that you have in order to find impact on a permanent basis again? Um, no. Uh, what it would take... <laughs> would be what it took in 2012 when I came back for that summer and fall. It was months and months of months of me hearing about how good Bully Ray was and all this stuff, and I was like, you know what? I watch Impact again. So I watched all summer 2012 and all fall until I got, till you know, you know TNA happened. And I was like, okay, fuck this shit. I'm, you know, I'm done, done with TNA again. But if I hear that they're doing stuff good for, you know, I gonna just because somebody said we're, yeah, what? Fuck your darn callous. I don't, I don't, I don't care that he's in, got some power or they're in Canada now or whatever. Until I hear they're putting on a consistently good show. You know, then then I'll figure out how I can see them. And I used to go, I used to say, you know, it's the internet, you know, it's everything. But who knows? I can't say that anymore. So we'll figure it out. But no, no, I'm not. Nothing really can get me to check out Impact much. Yeah, it's 
takes so much. I'm good. <laughs> All right. Cool. Appreciate it, Kylan. Thanks, man. You're welcome. Kylan from Newark, everybody. Let's, uh, yeah, now let's go to D.C. And after D.C., we'll head to Brooklyn. So hang in there, Mike. Uh, Spring Willis on Willis. What's up, I assume what what yeah, what's going on, fellas? Not too much, man. Not too much, man. Yeah, I'm good. Um, I went to see Star Wars Friday. As did I. As did I. What are your uh, What are your kind of overarching thoughts of it? Wait, 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 wait. wait. Love- Both of y'all saw uh, Star Wars. Yep. It came out. Like, oh, again. good for you. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Well, how I feel about the movie, I like the movie because it was basically a fuck you to all the Star Wars fans thinking they knew what was going to go on in the movie before they went to see it. And they got pissed after they came out the movie theater because it wasn't what they thought it was going to be. <laughs> in the first three minutes of that movie, they went the other direction, and I appreciated that. Um, yeah, I like like, Willis, I'm a really big fan of Rogue One. Like, I don't know where I'd rank Rogue One, but, like, it 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 was the first movie I saw where war mattered, where they treated war like war. Like, you mm-hmm. people, people make bad decisions. You have to suffer the consequences. You can't always read intentions. Like, it was, it was just very well done as far as the, uh, like, the actual war aspect. And I thought this really built on that. Like what happened to people mattered. Decisions mattered. Um, yeah, I'm I was a big fan of it. Um, like I'm really, we we really need to appreciate Mark Hamill as long as we have him because he's just great. <laughs> he's just great. Right. Uh, yeah. I'm a big fan. And of he's not he's not great enough to uh, stand in the Comic Con line and to see or go to his. Um, what's I'll tell you what. You should you should soak up Mark Hamill game like we all should. Like he's great. Um, I, I like the I like the fact that the movie pointed out that everybody put Luke Skywalker on this high and mighty throne as being one of the greatest heroes in cinema, and this movie actually showed how flawed of a character he always been, and people mad because they can't admit to that in their minds because of their childhood. Um, reverence of the original trilogy, but it just I just like the fact that it shows that Skywalker has always been a flawed character and this movie yeah. actually pointed it out. And people yeah, think about said, that too. Yeah, somebody said and not to to spoil it for anybody listening who hasn't seen it, somebody was like, I have a problem with the fact that Luke Skywalker saw the good in Darth Vader and then didn't see the good in Kylo Ren. And my response was like, how dare he do something when he's 18 and then grow up and become more cynical about the world around him? Like, how dare he be a three-dimensional character? Right. Yeah, like, people... But it's like you said, though. Like, people have this weird ownership over Star Wars that it needs to exist on the level they see it. Like, at at its core... 
like Star Wars is about fighting oppression either on the front lines or behind the scenes. <laughs> That's what it's about. Like, it's about fighting oppression. And, like, people want to make their own, like, they want it to be Play-Doh. And it's not Play-Doh. Like, it's, it's war and how people respond to it and how this small sect of people are influenced and how they affect the war. Like, it's Star Wars. It's in the name. Yeah. Yeah. They're having a war on the stars. <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah. I liked it. I thought it was really good. Mm-hmm. Well, getting on the whole um, Women's Royal Rumble, I hated the way that they did it, the introduction of it. They should have just did that in the beginning of the show, had all the women lined up, and had Stephanie McMahon came out um on the stage and had them in the ring and not fighting each other, but just announced it in the beginning of the show and called it a day instead of having them in the middle of the ring fighting each other, Stephanie come in like a damn um school teacher telling all the kids, Stop fighting yeah, them. I got an you mate. in your in your uh scenario. So Yeah, they no I'm talking about they yeah. should have, you know, you know how they usually have them on the stage. I understand. Well, listen, I'm not yeah. confused. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Still have them yeah, line up, that. and somebody makes an announcement, and they all go, they all react to it, like you know, school kids yeah. getting, uh, getting, you know, getting told there's uh, no, no, no lesson today. We're going to watch, you know, whatever. Save my Mm-hmm. I just didn't see the point of having them in, in the middle of the ring fighting each other, and she just came out and they all stopped at one time. And then well, remember, they did the brawl last week, too, so they at least took, you know, that was a bit of detail. Like, you know, they were fighting each other because they don't like each other until they're told they're going to fight each other in a big match, and then they like each other and raise each other's hands. Yeah, I don't know. It's... Yeah, it was just, uh, I don't want to say it's a mess, it was, but it's, des- it's mm-hmm. designed to not be exactly, you know, tight and clear. Yeah, it just came they're off trying a little to do bit too many things. They're trying to serve too many masters, and the last master they're trying to serve is logic and wrestling and, you know, combat logic. Yeah, it, it was just so ass-backwards, it kind of took away from the meaning that they was trying to do. Yeah, and then it went off, right? And I wasn't, yep. like, aware of the time. I was kind of, I think I was in the kitchen, like, watching through the friggin', you know, cutout in the, you know, kitchen-living room divide. <laughs> and uh, and and then, like, oh, they went to commercial. I was like, man, I can't wait to <laughs> they come back. And I, and I get some reaction. And then the next right. thing I know, I hear, you know, friggin', uh, 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 Cam or whatever from Modern Family, like reading to to the baby. I'm like, wait, oh shit, that's that was the main event, and I was like, kind of like, well, that was, I mean, that was big, big announcement, but that then I started thinking of the convolutedness, the convoluted mess that was that brawl. Like, wait, so that's what they gave us for? You know, for a main event segment, like that bullshit brawl, like it started 
started dawning on me that it was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, yeah. And you, you know what else people mad about that came out a day or two ago? That, um, By other people, do you mean you? No, that um, Rolling Stone magazine voted the Miz the top WWE wrestler of the year. That makes so much sense. That, 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 yeah, of course I'm, they would. I'm, I'm not mad at that. It's Rolling Stone. Um, he, that is so apropos. I mean, yeah. He didn't make our poll, but he was five or six. Like, and, and again, the, the thing we talked about with him, like, he's like Kevin Garnett at this point. Like, you can't say he's overrated or underrated. He's rated. Like, he's up there. He does his job, and he's very good at his job. Like, I couldn't justify, and I think it was consensus, him being on a pole of four above AJ, Brock, uh, who was it? Now, now, now I'm forgetting as I say it. Above AJ, Brock, Roman, or Braun. Like, because consistency is not the same as impact to me. Um, and I think we kind of decided on that. But no, like, Miz is a treasure. Travis and I have said on ECC since the brand split, just how good he's been and the respect and reverence that we have for him as a character and how, like, even in the ring, he's better than he was. But as a character, like, he's great. <laughs> he really is. Um, so, no, I don't – like, that should not upset people. And, again, like Travis said, Rolling Stone is the type of outlet that he, like, that he indeed – He should totally be on their of, radar. He's doing exactly yeah. what he's meant to do. Mm-hmm. Like what he's paid and positioned to do. Yep. Yeah, and they was like, well, Miz ain't what they said. Yeah, Rolling Stone said. editors at Rolling Stone know who, like, Shinsuke Nakamura or some fucking body is. Like, come on. <laughs> You're asking for too much. <laughs> yeah, I, they was, what was they saying? It was like Miz had the belt and he hardly defended it, but he... A uh, man, he WWE wrestler of the year, and they was like, "What they say?" It said Roman had the belt, and he been defending it every week, and he don't deserve that. I, and I posted uh, in the group, I was like, "Man, I'm glad that they voted Miz WWE wrestler of the year, so all the Roman lovers could be crying, and I can drink their tears." Uh, of course, shut up, Willis. Guy, is you so let me tell you what happened, right? We got <laughs> our best of 2017. Wait, you mad at Roman Reigns fans, not just Roman Reigns, but yeah, right. No, so we got the poll going, right? Let me tell you one of the responses that we got, and it's just like somebody named IAC, and their Twitter is GDanP78, right? Um, he quotes the poll and says. Please show your support for, and then he tags Roman Reigns, and make the marks cry. Willis, people are like this, and it's all your fault. It's your fault. <laughs> if you were nice nicer to Roman Reigns, the weirdos would not jump in my mentions about being nicer to Roman Reigns. So thank you. <laughs> Ain't that some shit. <laughs> Wait, I didn't even hear the damn line. Say the line again, Cam. No, he said, please show your support for Roman Reigns and make the marks cry. 
<laughs> oh my Jeez. Speaking of which, what happened to him this week? Why he wasn't on the show? Nobody knows. Then he got suspended again or something? They say nothing. Christmas vacations. Damn, can he get a, oh. can he go see his family? Can he sing little that's a little teapot with his daughter? God damn, Willis. Right. He, he, yeah, he, right. he just you know, he wasn't like Willis, did you see and Travis, did you see that apparently Randy Orton's gonna get like significant time off to start the year? Oh, well, that's good. Like, 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 good on him, right? Like, like, good. It, he should get time off. He's been injuries aside, he's been on the road for y'all the last fifteen years strong. I'm, well, I'm glad he getting time off, so we don't have to see him in no stale ass storyline for a while. There's also that. Yeah. There's also that. that. You, you, one more thing before I go. One thing I got sick of hearing people saying about um. Brock Lesnar being Universal Champ and Harley being on the TV, only being there when it's almost time for him to do a um a title match. I was like, yeah. I'm glad to not see him on TV every week because I don't want to see him end up like the way they did with Kevin Owens when he was Universal Champ. Every damn week he was losing in some damn random ass tag team match against somebody. For no damn reason, and then when well, it comes to him, even if Brock was on TV every week, he's not going to get booked like Kevin Owens was booked when he was U.S. champion or, or Universal champion. So yeah, that's, yeah. that's safe to say. Yeah, I I know this, but what I'm just saying is, when Kevin Owens was the champ, he didn't feel special because you've seen him on the TV every week losing and. I don't want to see a champion on TV every week losing. So it's glad to see somebody but Brock would, not that's being what I'm on saying. the You're assuming they would book mm-hmm. Brock like no, they would book Kevin Owens. No, but I agree. Like, I'm saying that's they absurd. Can't put, they can't put you in a bad position if you're not there. Like, right. Yeah, uh, no, no, like no, no, no. That's Batista, larger point. You know, Batista damn near caught a rape case on an episode of SmackDown <laughs> when Batista was you know, at the peak of his powers. Like, yeah, the less you show up, the less stupid things they can involve you in. And I'm, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm a boxing guy. Like, I'm in, you know, a mixed martial arts. Like, I'm of the belief that you should not see the champion with the frequency that you see other characters. AJ Styles being the exception because he's going to get the best out of whoever he's with every week. So as a utility, like, you need AJ Styles on your show. Like that's the part of the gimmick is that he built, you know, he built the house that you're that you're being a part of. So, but no, I, I think that yeah, the less we see Brock, the better, because it makes him like a prize fighter. It makes him more valuable as a champion. It makes him a commodity. Um, you know, if Brock showed up every other pay per view and had a match similar in range to what he did with AJ, who would? How could you be mad at that? If you're mad at that you have, I think, kind of unfair expectations, or you're just a glutton. Yeah, I think I didn't phrase my stuff right. What I was trying to say is it's good to have Brock as a character the way he is because I'm tired of seeing the same fucking people every week in same matches with the same people almost, just in a different sequence almost every week. 
and it, it makes nobody feel special even on Raw or SmackDown. If yeah, that is, that, is same, not, that is a very, uh, you know, that, that that's a fine argument because it's, you know, it's true. You know, and three hours doesn't help. It's a, not as bad on SmackDown because it's a tighter show. Uh, but, yeah, seeing the same guys in the same situations, you know, when, when you don't have regular regular enhancement matches, you know, you're seeing guys in competitive. Yeah, I mean, it's a complaint that's happened that's that we that people have complained about at least since WCW went out when WWE kept that like up. We just that's what we do now. And everybody said, well, certain people said, yeah, and me included. Even at you know twenty one, twenty two, I was like, you know, total like do anything for wrestling and just every show and indie stuff and do, you know. But even I was like, okay, they could retrain the audience now and go back to. You know, you don't have to have main event quality matches on weekly TV. You don't do it overnight, but remember when they put their edict in about uh, after everybody, you know, eight people in three years broke their necks? You know, they were like, we got a, you know, more ground-based, you know, less, less risk, all that. And it took a while. Like, they slowly but surely implemented that. It's like, no, you can totally retrain the audience. It took them. They didn't overnight go from, you know, the types of fans they were to the types of fans they are. And you can take them in a different direction and retrain them and make them <clears throat> care for, you know, I don't know, 15 years. Well, hey, you know, um, really quick, Willis, I'm sorry. Travis, mm-hmm. Christmas Day, uh, Travis Scott, Quavo joint album drops. Okay, so I asked uh, sometime after the the Culture album came out, I said, oh, no, 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 no. This was after Trap Girls Love, uh, Pretty Girls Love Trap Music. And and, and, um, 2 Chainz said on there, this your year, Quavo, or something like that. And I was like, okay, how long till the solo Quavo uh, project is out? Like, do we have to wait? Till you know, at this point, six months or so left of the year. Like, do we have to wait till uh, 2018, or is it going to come out in the next six months? Uh, it's. I mean, we're kind of getting. It's happening before the end of the year, but it's not a solo Quavo joint. It's, you know, him and Tra- Fam. Is that available? Uh, is that really leaked yet? Wait, when is it coming out? I haven't heard. Uh, Christmas. Christmas Day. It'd be really good. Like. Uh... You know, uh, but Offset Look, and Twenty One first, had that joint tape. So Offset culture, was the, the culture first album one is arguably it. one of the best albums of the year. Fucking Travis Scott it's album good. was one of my favorite albums of 2016. Like that's just my second, my second favorite album of 2016. Like it's yeah. hopefully it's good. Like uh, hopefully Travis has a lot of input on it. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. So, uh, and one more, and one more thing yeah, before y'all let me go. How y'all feel about um, Disney getting rights back to X Men and the Fantastic Four, and 
basically owning Fox. Movies, yeah. that is. Wait a second. Hold up. I just got, I just checked the chat room. Oh, this is just dickheads and. Damn, they was in here going in. What are they talking about? I wish they took caller. This is an interesting conversation. How's it hanging? East Coast, West Coast rap battle? Hi, John Glubney. Hi, JT Fresh. Are these guys taking calls? I'm new to the show. It's clear they aren't allowing listener interaction. What? You take calls? taking the call the whole time. (laughs) Fuck you, Markov. Hi, Markov. I find you no escaping me. Take your borscht-eating ass and eat a... Censored. Blank you, John. I have informations on you. (laughs) I got your informations hanging. What type of information do you have, Markov? I know your favorite appetizers at Applebee's. (laughs) Wait a second. What the hell? They making fun of us? (laughs) Uh, Tube steak surprise. Yeah, but do cabs still exist? Oh, they talking about Craig. Wait a second. We were taking a call. Wait a, wait a second. Why wasn't there an oh, my bad. I guess they do take calls half hour to get in the middle of this stupid-ass conversation. Uh, does my IP address show that? Maybe we're talking about net neutrality at that point. Markov, mm-hmm. I'm coming, double M, C-U-M-M, for you. Uh, I have your IP address. I have your location, LOL. Travis, take, a, take call or not, dot, dot, dot. This show is so informative. Take some calls. Take calls. And then JT Fresh, number one, JT Fresh one, hits me in the private joint. Hi there, dot, 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 dot. I guess you guys don't take calls from listeners. JT Fresh one left the room. What? Did we just like. This is our third call, guys. Did the Russian troll farm find our fucking show or something? Yeah, this is our third call. We're on. Okay. Oh, oh, wait, it's more. These guys don't care about their listeners. Hey, idiots, take calls. John Glubney, you seem smart. And then they shared a YouTube video. I'm kind of scared to click on it. Ram Ranch? What the fuck? Pause. Oh, yeah, this looks like some gay shit. Like, from the jump. (laughs) Yeah, like the Mailbox Club, M A L E Box. Oh, Cox Throbbing. Yo, now I went on this. I swear to God, if I start getting ad, like, hey, you want to watch this? These rock hard ads, Have fun. Dude, you know. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, are you gonna call in and share your opinion? It's Glubney, you dumb motherfucker, ignorant son of a bitch. I don't know who they, if they were talking to each other, me. So, all right, so that happened in the chat room. I'd be mad that there that don't be nobody in there, but that was fun. Hi, guys. Yeah. Uh, remember right, the young, was... young guy that couldn't wait to get on and start cussing? Oh, that was, yeah, yeah. Get out of here, Willis. We'll talk to you. Yeah. I hope we answered Take you. Care, All right, man. bye, y'all. Whatever, whatever you had. <laughs> God, he was still on there. <laughs> let's, uh, let's talk to Mike in Brooklyn. Uh, Mike, what's happening, man? What up? <laughs> What's going on, fellas? Took the page out of y'all, bro. Watching, looking at NXT. Word. Oh yeah, it is that time, huh? Wow. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm still in the office 
like going through paper. Oh, damn, like that's that. right. <laughs> yeah, the tag, the tag title match on with our undisputed era and sanity. Yeah, too bad I know what's, uh, you know, what's going down. Oh, shit, Adam Page, that son of a bitch. All right, because I ain't even going to mention the Women's Royal Rumble because y'all did it to death on here. Y'all drove it home. What's your take on this whole fucking Dolph Ziggler shit? Travis, any idea? Like, I don't know. Especially after what your fan, they got Nikki Cross attacking Adam Page, and it looks so legit. Like, I'm not mad that she's whooping his ass. She crazy enough, and he little enough. Yeah, real quick. Not to even mention dwell on that shit real quick. Y'all think they'll call her up to that rumble? Yeah. Yes. Um yeah. As a matter of fact, I wouldn't be surprised if we got all five of them. Five of them being her, being Ember Moon, being Peyton Royce and Billy Kay, being uh Kyrie Sane and Yeah, that's all of them. I wouldn't be surprised if they all got there because like we all agreed, the five of them were more equipped to be on the main roster than the five that they called up, with the exception yeah, sure. of maybe Ruby Riot. But yeah. So wait a second, Killian Dane basically just cost Sanity the tag titles because Adam Page was about to get in, was getting into the ring to interfere, and the ref was there. Ref was in the middle of the ring. And Killian Dane pulled him out and slammed him on the thing. And they just hit a double-team, way better total elimination and won the titles. Look at that. Killian Dane, you dumbass. Why'd you pull him out of the ring? He was going to get his own buddies disqualified, no rematch, you know. I don't like that finish. It's not like Sanity or these pure... Yeah, now we gotta win it in the ring. Nah, man, you know, fucking assholes, insane people. Well, War Machine is on their way anyway. So. Hmm. Yeah, I, I guess I'm not a big fan of of that style. Like, like uh-oh, if you have a few of those, like one or two of those teams around, or guys like that size and that wrestle that way, you know, like okay, but a bunch of them, you know, they got AOP, they've got. Sanity, at least when Dane and the other guy wrestles. Uh, don't forget about heavy machinery. A lot of guys that size. I don't want an entire division full of just big old dudes. So, anyway, yeah, so what's up, Mike? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, the Dolph Ziggler thing, I... Like, it's just him fucking, like, you know, the same oh, right, shit right. For, a whole, for a whole year. I think he do need to go on the Indies for what, like he said on the uh, Edge podcast, and, you know, do something different for a little while. You think if he went to, like, Progress or something, he'd, uh, he'd, he'd succeed? Like, obviously, I mean, he'd just... go and take a ton of star power, but do you think he'd... He'd actually uh, win those fans over with the matches and promos and stuff. Would he? Would he? I think he's in the pool. 
just to go out and be a real quote unquote independent contractor. You know what oh, I'm saying? Oh, okay. Then he can't do that with progress. I was only saying progress because they're loosely affiliated. Or nah, you know I, I would like to see him. I would like to see him. You want to see that motherfucker show in PGW or something, or in IWA Midwest? <laughs> Some some shit. I would like to see how he would say in the New Japan or PGW or you know what I mean. Well, New Japan ain't indie, but I don't yeah, think right, I don't as easily say them in the same breath as you just did. New Japan and PGW. Like, yeah. I would like to see that. Maybe you know one evolve. You know one of the WWN networks because you know they got close ties with them. So I would like to see you know. Like how he oh, said, like let me, a, let me let me let me pick a young bone with Gabe Gabe uh, and and WWN. So he tweets out that WWN is on is available on Roku. You know, so I'm like, oh man, let me uh, I'm on my way to go get download it. You know, so I went to go I search channel WWN. I can't find it nowhere. So I go back to the tweet and I go into the thread and then he's like, yeah, no, there's some kind of glitch or something and it, it's still only available online or something. And Roku, like, what the? You, you specifically told me <laughs> it's on Roku and it'll soon be on, you know, because somebody said, is it on Fire Fire TV, Fire Sticks, or or, or yeah, whatever. And uh, he's like, no, but it's on Roku. Nope, wasn't on Roku. It's like, oh, it'll be on tomorrow or the day after or whatever fuck. Right. Yo, but let me ask y'all a quick question. Why they can't do shit like this on the main roster? Like what? Like how what they doing showing with Roderick Strong, you know what I mean? They letting you, you oh. know what I mean? It's like they kind of letting you know who, you know what I mean? Like trying to, try to tell you. He's got a few of those. Remember when he, like, is it because they don't trust in his personality? I mean, for good reason. Like, he gets the video package showing, like, with the family, showing, like, he gets the two-minute, you know, video package to kind of cut the promo for him. Instead of him going out there and saying, I'm a hard worker, blah, 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 whatever, you know, working man kind of promo, they just say, yeah, let's put together, you know, a minute-long video, and we'll tell it that way. Yeah, but to me, like, you know, he's coming across, like, in the same vein. It's like Dang, you know, Dang Bryan, like shit like that is gonna make him beloved. You know what I'm saying? Like a Dang, you like a dog you know what I mean? Shit like that. But I don't know, like it's just, you know, it's just crazy. Like for one thing, no, I did enjoy the um the woken shit a little bit more. I think they needed to separate them for a while. Main, my main man Otis and, and Tucker. <laughs> so let me hey, ask y'all because I um, think... um really quick. I'm I'm leaving yeah. the office, so I called in on uh my other line. So I'm, right, I'm calling on my phone for you now. All right. Okay. So what you figure is uh can I see the first commercial for Black Lightning, which I think if you think about it. I haven't seen the full on trailer yet. Woo. Um but, you know. I trust him. Watch you know what I mean? Like, I, I yeah. trust that network. Nah, it looks dope. It, it looks, looks fucking dope. It looks good. It looks dope. I, I it like looks dope. Costume is fire and all that. I like the costume. I think it looks good. Yeah. 
Yeah, like like Cam, I trust him. I'm, I'm gonna watch it and it's gonna get my full like attention and and you know all that. So. Yeah, it looks dope. I like how I like the look of it. Yeah, um, yeah, I like the premise. You know, hero that gave it up. Now, you know, almost a decade later, he's got to like step back into it or something. Because isn't it like as the story goes, isn't um like static shot? Doesn't isn't he evolved into like Black Lightning? Yeah, like that's his no protege early on. Um, yeah, that's that's his protege like from the jump. Um, if they're going to integrate him, like I don't know, to fit into that world. But yeah, um, I think he was. I think he was. He's a metahuman. Yeah, and I mean, look, we got Kid Flash, so why wouldn't we get Static Shock, right? Um, right. Yeah, that could be cool. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah. And then the crossovers with Legends of I forget the kid, the, the guy's name because I just you know I just kind of like glanced at the commercial on my lunch break. So, but he looks like that other guy who's kind of light skinned with the scruffy beard that's always playing somebody's uh, uh, guy who works for the city. <laughs> he looks like, he I looks thought like it was my guy. dude from uh, like Black me. Jesus. Is that someone you developed? Oh like? yeah. Damn, ain't nobody here but me. What time? 7.30? There are three cars in the parking lot, and I'm one of them. Hey, Mike, is that Sonya DeVille getting interviewed in the locker room? I think mine's is a little, little bit off, like from yours, like a few minutes behind, because I'm still showing. Yeah, that is her. That's her. All right. She just got the regular old ponytail. She only got the braids. I'm like, I'm, I'm not sure if I write. Is that, is that the same person? Totally through her whole, uh, and she still got the sharp face, but yeah, yeah. And and why is she still on NXT? Wait a second, that just that just hit me too. Like, wait a second. I guess Ruby Riot. She had the match with Ruby Riot two weeks, so she's on this taping. So whatever. But now they're saying the match between her and Ember Moon in a few weeks, next week or in two weeks. I I bet I know who's gonna win. <laughs> Try to find a sucker to put some money on that. <laughs> Pay off these Christmas bills. Right. Yeah. Damn Christmas. Yeah, but that's uh, crazy. I heard y'all talking. I ain't know until I looked on the gram. I ain't no combat. Rest in peace, combat Jack. Yeah, man. But I'm saying that's up your way, man. It's just crazy. You had um. Maybe it's been two months, maybe three, Mike, that they've been saying, um, you know, they've been saying, uh, you know, he had that colon cancer. He came out and said that. Yeah, because he's been around. Like, a lot of people don't know how how long, yeah, a lot of people don't know how long he actually been around, man. Yeah. Talking about Um, pre-reasonable doubt days. Not to not to be trying to upstage your your grief or like that kind of thing, but MF Doom's son died. Like a fourteen year old. Wow. I mean, he it was a suit. Like I mean, I want to say mysterious. It seemed pretty straightforward. He had a picture of a kid, teenage kid, 
and he said, "What uh, uh, you know, whatever, whatever, Dumoulay, there his name, and that's that's Doom's last name, his government." Um, 2003 to 2017, you know, you know, basically like you know, a goodbye and a rest in peace. To, like what the yeah. what? I don't think it was his 14 year old little brother. You know, them have doom old as shit. Wow, that's crazy. Them two plus uh, Z Man, Tom Z, all in the same week. A lot going on, man. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, Mike. What you think about? Um, Mike, do you listen to Joe Budden's podcast at all? Nah, fuck. I, I, like, I, I met him like a couple years ago. He was a dick. Like, he was a dickhead. Yeah, he's absolutely a dickhead. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Um, but I tell you, wrap it up, then. Um, he's, he's not working yeah. at. Uh, he's not working in complex anymore, and he kind of told the story like this morning on the show for about the hour. It was really interesting stuff. Like, Travis, we gotta, ooh, we gotta be careful, man. We gotta be careful. We can't, we can't just take the first big look that comes to us, cause, ugh, I don't know. You, I think you signing that. I'm signing the first if, contract they put in front of my face. Right. If Joe Biden was, and I'm tying you to it, he'd be me and Travis. It would be Travis and Cameron would be composite Joe Biden because he's. I mean, he, you're right. He's a dick, but like I also respect him as an artist. I don't mean like a rap artist, but I mean like as somebody who makes art. I think I kind of give him a pass on his attitude and his flippance and his passion. Because he's, you know, he's a dickhead. But uh, yeah, it's a really interesting story about why he's not working there anymore. It's the stuff they tried to pull as far as like sponsorships and things like that. It, it was really interesting. But, so, yeah, Complex, the magazine? Fine. We got to get trapped some more internet, Mike. Yeah, yeah. you do. Um, <laughs> like me? Okay, like okay. Me, I, I, mean, I mean, okay, Complex, the brand, like with the magazine, you know, the, the hip-hop brand? Yeah, yeah the they urban got, yeah. brand? How can they, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess. Like, who owns them? Who are they subsidiarying to? Viacom. Okay. Yeah. Which is something yeah, I hope found sh- out today. But you got it, Mike. Yeah, I'm more of a drink champs, rap radar. I fuck, I fucks with that more than uh, Joe Buttons though. You gotta catch that, uh, Jan. No, I'm, I, I like. Uh, I'm a big fan of rap radar because, I mean, Elliot's been doing it forever, and B Dot. Like, I'm really impressed by his knowledge of rap that he was not there to speak. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's a real student of the game that's impressive. I like I like drink champs. When I go home and do uh and do my show with my buddies, pretty much drink champs. Because there's like three bottles of hand and uh, send a bunch of girls and everybody's talking over each other. So I, yeah, I pretty much get my fix of that every couple of months. We might do yeah. one again this weekend, we don't know. Yeah the last one uh, the last one I seen was the most recent one he did he did Jim Jones. He had Jim Jones on there for yeah. about almost four hours. Yeah. Who do you think he is? Joe Rogan? Shit, the fuck? Huh? <laughs> so who do you think he is? Jim, Joe Rogan? Having four hour interviews. But Trav is he so entertaining. He's Brian, what do you think? Right, no, that's no, no, who no, you no, think bro. he is. I mean, 
I'm not interviewing one damn subject for four hours. Shit. I'm talking to you. Fucking talking to Mike. Everybody. But it's fucking entertaining. Nori is an asshole. No, 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 no. Totally. I agree. I, I am all about that format. Shout out to David Thompson, who says the longer the show, uh, the longer the show, the better. So we're gonna probably schedule the show for like three and a half hours now. Next, starting, starting, uh, starting soon. Okay, so strap, strap in. <laughs> but even Joe Rogan says, you know, he talks about like cable news and stuff. That's not, you know, a seven-minute segment isn't the way to have a conversation. Yeah. And he's right. You know, some of the best stuff I've, I've. The most learned stuff. I mean, the only reason I got into plant medicine was because of a long four-hour interview I heard on Joe Rogan, and I was able to, you know, wasn't some seven, seven, twelve-minute segment on late-night TV or cable news segment. So, but that's what podcasts are for, and TV ain't formatted that way. Got to be understand that. Bless you, or whatever. Thanks, bro. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> what y'all think Mike, about this? Um, what's up? Mike, let me ask you something before I forget. Who had a better WWE career? Ric Flair or Shelton Benjamin? Uh, oh, damn. What? Hmm. How is it not Ric Flair immediately? Like, what the fuck are you hmm and yeah, talking Rick. about? Is <laughs> that a WWE career? Nah, yeah. I have to think about it. Oh, well, I mean, 92 and 93, and then 01 to now, minus TNA stuff. Okay. You got it? Cause, yeah, because Shelton went down the with Mama Benjamin. Way more than Mama the Mama Benjamin. Hey, who had a better WWE career, Ric Flair or Eddie Guerrero? Oh, God damn. Now he wants to make it difficult. I would say Eddie, <laughs> Eddie is more celebrated. I mean, well, Flair is celebrated, but Eddie is more... Huh? I still got to go Flair. Yeah. But Eddie, Flair. you know, Eddie had, a, Eddie had a decent career because he is a grand slammer. Thing where uh, one of our buddies is going to do the uh, who's going to do the best of 2017 show with us. They're uh, on his show. They're making a list of like the top like 78 WWE careers, and I think I want to say on his list, Ric Flair's like sandwiched between Eddie Guerrero and Roman Reigns. Mm. I don't know who's on top, who's on bottom. I look at it, but. We were just talking WWE, like, I, you could say Roman Reigns is being better than a lot of people, strictly WWE, because um, I think about title runs, longevity, accolades, people weren't really, like, when we got to maybe, like, 1993, maybe, that's when I started thinking of guys who were intercontinental champions, eventually became world champions, and had a really good run. Because I feel like before that, you were just either world champions or you were intercontinental champions. It wasn't both. Or you were just tag champions. But, like, yeah, it's just the way 
career career trajectory change in the big you know, uh, early to mid nineties for people is just so different than how you I would judge the success of a career strictly in one company. Like I don't know, did did Edge have a better WWE career than Ric Flair? Probably. Yes. Yes. And that one's not hard. A strictly yes. Just because he just did so much, and and really my criteria is probably might be a little different. Uh, uh, like how could you say Edge did, but Eddie didn't? Like yeah, well you know, I don't know, twenty years, fifteen years, like, whatever. Batista and Ric Flair, who were together for a good portion of you know of, of their careers, but Batista was a main eventer way longer than Ric Flair was. Mm. He probably had stand off. You know? Like, Y'all, Lars Sullivan is having a match of a lifetime right now. Yeah, <sighs> that dude is scary. That dude is a... He's something different. He's going like... Match, he's a perfect... Y'all, Roderick Strong and, and Lars Sullivan just had a great fucking match. God damn, that was good. Everything. Everything he uh, could throw at him, and it all looked legit. You weren't sitting there going, why is he selling for this little guy? It was all, you know, made sense in, in context of of a, of a wrestling match. I mean, Roddy suplex, gave, gave him a superplex. He was off the second rope, but still... If you can superplex a guy right. that, that size, like, like I'll be, I'll believe anything after that. Yeah, Roddy's a little scrappy beast, but this Lars Sullivan motherfucker, like, he going far. He going if he can stay, you know, healthy. I think he gonna be legit. So let so me let ask you, so I'm gonna leave y'all. Huh? I see him shooting him. They could make. They could definitely do that. They could. I could definitely see that happening. So, to, um, two more things that I'm out, y'all. To firstly, let me expound on what I said last week as far as the Royal Rumble, you know, goes. Like, I mean, I see it being a SmackDown guy or somebody. Do you think they're gonna keep the rule in effect that the winner could challenge for any title we want, or do you think it'd be like brand specific? And does it help, you know, like the SmackDown roster main event, like to have somebody from the, you know, maybe from, from Raw, Raw go over the SmackDown. Or yeah, to go over the SmackDown. Yeah. No, that would help. Um, I don't know about if, as far as, you know, who who gets to pick, you know, if you're a Raw guy, can you challenge, you know, can you? Uh, they'll have to flesh that out in the, in the next few weeks. Um, I think it should be Joe. Yeah. If they'll go with Shinsuke. I still think, yeah, and I was going to ask you for any consensus, but I still think Shinsuke wins the Rumble, Joe beats Roman and at the Rumble, Roman wins the Elimination. The elimination Chamber. Now, that, that's me assuming Elimination Chamber is a number one contenders match, not a title match. Right. I can see that scenario definitely happening. 
I can see if Ambrose is healthy enough, I can see them doing Joe versus Ambrose for the IC title at uh, Mania. Yeah. Did they, did they said how long he's going to be out? Now, they didn't say it, but they said he had surgery 40 minutes. It took. Wait, who had surgery? Did I miss something? My bad. Ambrose, Ambrose uh, um, a high grade torn tricep. Wait, what about AJ? It was, uh, AJ supposedly needed to get help to the back after, during the house show this week. Anything on I think, that? I think they said that was a false alarm. I think. That was a what? I they said there was a false alarm. Um, but that's why oh. I think they went a little bit lighter with him last night. Like just oh, that's right. That's him, uh... yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he was in that uh, six-man. But Ambrose had a tricep thing? Yeah, if you notice, he had a big brace on his arm Monday night. Damn. So what does that mean for... Uh... I mean, they're not the tag top champions, so at least... But their damn tag champion, one of them, Sheamus, got a damn neck or an upper back thing or something pretty serious going on. And that's yeah, the best match to him playing. Like, what is going on? <laughs> that win ten. Oh, right. He's as over. He's as over as as he I think as he's ever been. Yeah. It's that win ten on their bodies catching up with them. You got to think, like, out of the whole shit up till this point. Ambrose was really the Iron Man of WWE. He was running hard from 2012 to now, like, with no injuries. Like, he's been running right. hard. Remember, no, wait, remember, he wrestled more than, it, like, by far. Like, even Brian was like, yo, I would look at, like, look at, like, the schedule, and Ambrose even wrestled more than I did. It's like, fuck, and that was 2013 and 2014, but still. I don't think they slowed up too much with him. No, remember he had like oh shit, Tyler like, got a haircut. Oh, wait, he's always had the haircut. What the Did he cut his mustache? No, no, no. He just just cleaned up his basic haircut, just sharp, fresh. Yeah, he's been one of the mainstays on WWE for the past, I will say, since 2012. Yeah, since they showed up. Since they debuted. Yep. Like, uh, Reigns went down. He certainly wrestled more matches than anybody, you know. Yeah, Reigns went down a few. Rollins went down a few. Yeah. Yeah, Reigns went down with the abdomen uh, thing and then the the sickness and the suspension. (laughs) So don't forget about that. That's fine. Mike, what was the best, uh, what was the best singles match in NXT this year? Was it uh, was it Bait and Dunn? Was it Black and Dream? Or was it uh, Moon Oscar? Moon and Oscar. No. Moon Oscar won? <laughs> All three of those was tough. But, I mean, I was thirty in the same with um, Alistair Black and Velveteen Dream. Yeah, that's right now. That's leading our our best of twenty seventeen poll. Uh, I think yeah, I think it's actually beaten out Bait and Dunn. Um, and I think a lot Which of which I accidentally was, voted I for, think, and I was so pissed. Voted for. You got to make a you got to make a, a ghost account. Um, but no, like I think I think as far as a just a a wrestling match, 
if somebody had never watched NXT but they were wrestling fans, I think they'd say that Bait and Dunn was a better match. But we really need to, like, give them credit when we talk about it eventually on how good the story they told was between Aleister Black and Velveteen Dream. Like, they told a fantastic story. And that just made the match that much better. And that's what wrestling should be. Like, that's... So, real quick, can I take it... it. Take it a little off topic, back to the thing. So, the Fan Bros show, who I know through uh, the Black Tribbles and Amalgam Comic Book Shop, uh, posted on their... on Twitter, and then they shared it to their Instagram. And it's the... uh, It's... Captain America giving like a salute. He says there is no Fanbro show without Combat Jack. It was his original yeah. idea to start a podcast that highlighted geek culture from a perspective of people of color. It is his voice you hear every week on our intro. Oh, okay, so that's yeah. on their show. Yeah, hashtag Combat Jack. So, so yeah, and they're just yeah. giving it up. The only reason I know, well, not the only reason I know, but. That's where uh, Travis. That's where DJ Ben Amin is from. He was a DJ on the Combat and Jack show. DJ who? Ben Amin on Fan Bros. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, got you. Yeah, that's why it's yeah. his voice. Yeah, that, no, that that's where sense. he was. Yeah, he's the he's the only reason I know who Flight Facilities is because he used to play them on his mix on the Combat Jack show. But yeah, gotcha. so yeah, it's what's woven pretty deep. Definitely feel like a mix. And lastly, fellas, um, which what we what do we think about this? Uh, what what is it? Twenty five years of Raw. Yep. The show. Do you think that's going to be the catalyst for everything that jumps off, like the jumping off point catalyst for everything? You know, twenty eighteen leading up towards Mania and all that. And that's all I got tonight, fellas. I'm not sure. I understand. Like. Is what the catalyst? Like, I, like, I said, like you know, like the catalyst, the, like oh, to yeah. set up, yeah, to set up some of the angles, like towards Mania, to give or to give you a clue. Like, oh, that twenty fifth anniversary show. Isn't it the go home show for the Rumble though, <laughs> or is it the night after? It, it might be the night after. Okay, I'm not okay. sure. So if it's, it's the night after, which I actually anyway. think, no, 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 Raw debuted on like the. January thirteenth or something, not in, or in the Rumbles at the end of the month. So we'll have to yeah, figure that and out. They, um, yeah, there's some. Yeah, it's just. I mean, with Taker yeah, coming I mean, like, in, and, yeah, you're gonna get your you get your. If it's after the Rumble, then you get your maybe maybe Taker maybe somebody jumps on Taker challenges Taker, and him and Kane jump on somebody. Like, it always makes me think of, and I don't know if it was a best of anniversary or if it was the Slammies, but, you know, oh, I think it was the Slammies. Like, Shawn Michaels coming out and accepting an award. You kept that you know, one say, more you know what? I can beat you. Yeah, I yeah, can beat whatever you. Said. So, yep. yeah, I, I do think it's going to lead to some stuff like that. Like, man, can we just, and it's probably, I'm probably like two years early and I'm being greedy. Can we just go ahead and get this Gable uh, Jordan match? And just let them go like twelve minutes and just on the on the kickoff show of WrestleMania. Yep. Man, just for I got a funny feeling they're gonna cross paths in the rumble. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Square up. 
Because I think, I think, I think Gabe opened a lot of eyes Sunday. Yeah, no, um, and that's another thing, Mike. When we did this best of seventeen poll, and we did um, most underrated wrestler of the year, and I think with like a hundred votes in, uh, Gable's already got more than fifty. And first off, it's Jason Jordan. He's great. He's I voted for Jason Jordan's there. Mm. He had one percent. Yeah, yeah, it's Gable, Jason Jordan. Uh, was it who was and it's underrated. Uh, wasn't Sam Ballard? He was on the wasted, wasted. Town. No, yeah, he's on the wasted potential. Um, yeah, they so those two. Too, yeah, yeah. Um, no, we gotta hold on, hold on. I gotta remember who it is. Like it's gonna kill me if I don't remember. Um, gosh, come on, Travis. All right, I'm headed to uh. Twitter right now. Headed to Twitter land. Yeah, Gable, Jordan, uh, is somebody on NXT? No. Mike, Mike, we're going to make you wait because we got to figure this out. Um, <laughs> here we go, here we go. Um, okay. It's like a fifth one. And actually, uh, Samson's uh, in second place, and then Nikki in third. Yeah, twenty six percent. Wow. Yeah, so Samson is like he, nah, he's really not, played himself well. Elias is good. I can see him being a big star. He just got to ditch that fucking drift fuck again. Underrated man, nobody underrating him. He right where he's supposed to be, and the the, the he's, he's properly rated. <laughs> I should add that. Who is properly rated? Who is most properly rated? Definitely overpushed. Who, uh, Elias? Yeah, like do something with him then. Make him a damn drifter. Like, you know, hobo life. What the fuck? Riding the rails. Fucking guy. You got new fucking bandanas and a new guitar and shit. You ain't a new drifter. You a drifter by hobby? Because you a fucking uh, a trust fund kid and you just looking for some adventure? <laughs> That's that's why, that's I can't. Like, you ain't no damn real drifter. Mm-hmm. Hobo life, eating beans out of a can, shit. Captain America not even a captain, man. Captain America <laughs> ain't even a captain no more. Iron Man got 0% iron on his suit, man. It's just five. So I'm going on. How you, how you Spider-Man when you in high school? I got questions. Yeah, I'm going on record to predict that Braun is going to win the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal this year. I mean, Mike, are they going to start doing him like How do you like not win the Rumble and there? then win that, though, Mike? I don't see like, him winning the Rumble. Right. How do you not win the Rumble and then win that, Mike? Right. <laughs> yeah, I... 
I do. I wonder, like, is he going to be Big Show, where whoever they can call in, who's big, that's who yeah. Braun goes against, and they have feats of strength. Like, is Braun going to start fighting Shaq every every uh, six months? They Are might they go with that, Paul Malone? of course. You know, like, because what do you do with him? Like, if he's not, and again, like he's he's in that Andre the Giant spot. He's in that Big Show spot. Like. If he's not, I think Mojo Riley should repeat. Yeah, right. So? And then break. And I then told y'all. Every time I don't have Zach Ryder with me, I win. <laughs> he's like, you know, he I mean, he's in his bag right now, though. Like for real, for real. That's what I said. Right Get his dude a year. I guarantee you he'll be the top head on either brand or one of the top see heads. Him and him and Gronk. Uh, him and Gronk on a boat with a bunch of uh, with a bunch of pasty white women doing some cocaine, and then put him at the top of the car. <laughs> All right, Mike. Let me move this show along. All right, hey, my guys. Talk Mike. to y'all next week. That's a fact. Talk to you, Mike. Right. Mike from Brooklyn, everybody. Um, let's uh, head out west. Talk to a uh, 26-year VIP. Newsletter uh, subscriber, uh, Brian Austin. Uh, Brian. What up? I come in peace. What's happening? Hey, Cam. How are you doing today? How you doing, Cam? Specific, Cam? (laughs) Cam and only Cam. Just me. Just you, Cam. Just you. Since Travis got jokes. What is, what is Travis looking for, man? Oh, so, oh, so she's being funny? Yeah, let me just get out of here, man. I, I have no idea what, what, what he's talking about. Just hey, uh, so hopefully man. you both... Salutations and letting him know. No need to, you know, keep you know keep his phaser on stun. I am here on a fact-finding mission only. And a... <laughs> hey, Cam, I hope you have a real good night. And it's always good to talk to you, Cam. Thank you, Brian. I appreciate it. Hey, so speak of that, uh, Cam, I'm going to start off with an Entertainment Coast cast um, point here. And, um, you know, I I, um, I, uh, tweeted you this. You responded back to me. But that roast me uh, on YouTube. I didn't do like you. I didn't didn't watch them back to back to back, so I still have a few more to go. Sorry about that, guys. I still have a few more to go. But I'm on the floor rolling just at just at this. And the one, I mean, the one I, I uh, there's like I didn't, there's a lot of them. But the one with the guy in the wheelchair. So it's Jay Wheels, and he's on. It's like episode oh, or goodness. season three, episode episode seven. They went after him. You know, he gave some back too, but they went after him. And like the one joke where your shoes don't be dirty. They, yeah. <laughs> and like he said, he had a dream that he could uh, that he could walk when he woke. <laughs> When he woke up, he was in a handstand, you know. I'm like, man. When they told, they told, uh, they told David, they were like, how you got the worst body and he's in a wheelchair? <laughs> Yo, when they told the Husky dude, it looked like he, when they told the Husky dude, he got the, phys- he, he built like he died twice a day. I was, yeah, I was. <laughs> I knew Rosie was the shit. That's the thing where, man, culturally, like, I can't, like, say, understand that it's funny, 
but it's got to be the right episode for her to rock with because people don't people don't talk like that to each other like her coming up like that's not how it was on the playground. I'm like, yeah. man, you you're missing out on a gem. This is so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and Cam, that's the part I was going to bring up too. Is that um, you know when I I talk a little bit of race, not a whole lot of race. And you know the the, the N word, and it was like nigga, this this nigga, that nigga in the wheelchair, you know, stuff like mm-hmm. that. And I'm wondering that, you know, if white people sitting there and watching this, I'm wondering what are they thinking? Because you know, to me, comedy is comedy. And we've talked about this. Uh, I'll mention Travis' name now. Travis, Trav, we talked about this before about I I never wa- I didn't watch Seinfeld. <clears throat> Actually, I never watched it really live for like the first maybe five or six years. Until uh, we yeah. used to watch it on, me and my friends used to watch it on reruns after The Simpsons came on, reruns of The Simpsons, then Seinfeld came on. Yeah, we just kind of like just left the channel. Yeah, we just left the channel, and then we just started kind of watching Seinfeld, and we ended up like really liking it a lot. And, you know, you can count on one hand how many, you know, I was thinking about this on my, as I was driving home, how many black people were on Seinfeld, you know, Jackie, was it Jackie Mason, like the lawyer, and then that whole, they made that mm-hmm. one episode, uh, Rebecca DeMornay, which was pretty funny. Um, so, you know, so... But, you know, to me, Seinfeld is just a great – it'll be a like, – like you said this before, uh, Trav, about how, you know, that could be really today. You know, the one thing that's probably missing right now is cell phone. You'll see cell phones everywhere in a Seinfeld episode. So that's what makes it – that could show it being dated. But, you know, if you're not looking for that, that show can play today and still be pretty funny. Um, but um, so, if, you know, like I say, comedy to me like kind of transcends trend, – um, what word? Transition. Race. But um, – but if if I'm sitting there, if I'm thinking like, if you have white people sit there and listen to that, they're like, man, you know, what's going on with this? But you know, to me, funny is just funny. And and when I was kids, Cam and Trav, we would do this. You know, we would, you know, I we always call it, you know, capping rather than playing the dozens or snaps or anything like that. And we would have mm-hmm. like, you know, our our uh, cassette tapes. You know, we get our cassette tapes and we would record each other doing this, and we like sit in somebody's garage. You know, so our parents would hear us all hear us cussing and everything like that, and we would do this. Yeah. You know, so that. But I appreciate you telling me about roast me on YouTube because again, I'm I, I still got a long way to go, and I'm you know I'll drive. I've got like a 45 minute commute home. I'll listen to, you know, your podcast and Tor- and Torch podcast and stuff like that. But every once in a while, I got to break it up and I will play one of those. And I'm just sitting in the car laugh laughing my ass off. Great yeah. stuff. Great stuff. Yeah, in Philly we called it bussing, you know, bussing mm-hmm. on each other. Um, mm-hmm. But no violence, yeah, by the way. We used to jone on oh, each yeah, other yeah, in Maryland. Totally. We would jone in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This was all. But when you were a guy that you know, kid that had uh, all the bus worthy things <laughs> and not a ton of bussing skills, you kind of stay away, stay out of that scene. You know, I wasn't the one. You know, I had. You know, dog sneaks and the same sneaks that I you know, started September with, I had instilled in, like, April. <laughs> like, no, no, no. I had all the, they had, I gave I had to give them all the ammunition. Um, but, yeah, no, it was still super part of the culture. And, and, and the reason why Def Comedy Jam and a show like that, and even to a lesser extent, like, Comic View, like, lasted so long, like, that particular style of of stand up just a <clears throat> super biting edgy going after the audience and they just like yeah I paid you know $20 ticket to have them laugh at my jacket <laughs> like you know I almost didn't like like for for the for his like I didn't like DL Hughley's stand up for a long time like all he do like he don't have to write no material he just go there and start picking 
sitting on the crowd. Just bust on somebody. Mm-hmm. Like that ain't fair to everybody else that's writing a fifteen, whatever, twenty minute, thirty minute set. He just go out there for ten minutes. He he could just and look at this motherfucker with that with that with six six parts in his hair. You know, whatever. I don't. You know, just everybody. Yeah, yeah, laughs and. So. <laughs> anyway, so uh, we'll go back to wrestling. So um, I'm, I have NXT playing in the background as well. So Lars Sullivan, really quick, um, do you think it takes away from his act that he talks at all and talks and sounds really intelligent? And you know, we talked no, like uh, that makes him so much more awesome. Yeah, and, like and, fact, and I remember we talked you know, about when this, he's using big you know, words and like philosophizing and stuff. You're just like not expecting that, and it works. Because it's him, you know. He know he's not being written like to be this. Like it's him. He knows these words, and these are his thoughts. And and, and I get the feel that you know I get that feeling. Like this is Lars Sullivan putting this promo together. Mm-hmm. You know, these are themes that come from him that he he wants to talk about. You know, over. But so you were I, thinking, I like you know, him. I like him not just being a mindless idiot giant. Okay, Cam, you have an opinion? Uh, no, I'm, I'm right there with it. I, I appreciate that, unlike the the monsters before him, that he's like an eloquent one. Like he, it's like the like the one smart gremlin on Gremlins too. I was a big fan. He was all in the corporate <laughs> office. The one in the suit. Yeah, he's trying to explain why he was with all them savages. Man, I love it. I'm a fan of that. I like I like the like the subtle differences they have like with characters like this. Now. Is he going to go full ooga booga once he gets to the main roster? Possibly. <laughs> uh, but, no, I do appreciate it for the time being. Yeah, they put he, a bone to Lars Sullivan nose. I'm be real upset. You really don't want to wish anybody to, like, you know, pass away or anything like that. But it's kind of one of those things where, you know, you please would. don't let Vince be around when Velveteen and Lars come up to the main roster. Please don't let him be around. Please don't let him be around. You know, so. No, you don't want to. No. Yeah, we gotta we gotta gotta beg him to retire. Please go sit down somewhere. But to me, he'd be one of those guys who you know still sending notes in. You know, oh by the way, you know you could do that. You know with Lars Sullivan, and you know to me it's kind of like is that homage to like Lars Anderson and Kevin Sullivan? You have to kind of wonder about that too. Hmm. Yeah, they put these names together some type of way. Yeah. Yeah. Putting putting in the name generator. Hey, uh, I'm going to uh, mention two other things <laughs> briefly. First of all, yeah. Velveteen Dream. Again, talking about him. Um, you know, totally impressed with him. But the part that I'm kind of scared about, uh, Travis and Cam, is that 22 years old. So you think 22 years old, all things being equal, you know, no major injuries, you know, stuff is going to happen. Um, just being a wrestler and doing that and doing the style and everything like that. So you you know think let's say he wrestles for another twenty years so that takes him to forty two forty three rounded up. The part that I'm worried about with him is that in that uh, and this kind of go, goes to gold dust in that twenty years, you know how many times is he going to be turned? How many times are they going to go down the road where okay let's hey I'm sick of this Velveteen dream I'm going to be Patrick Clark again and he drops all this stuff okay and then he goes back to it that's the part that really scares I mean scares me that's the part that really worries me about his career that he's so young and so good and doing such a great job with that gimmick but at one point was somebody gonna say well it's time for you to drop it okay and then it's time for you to you know two years or five, four years now let's bring it back okay let's go to you know this or that 
That's the part I'm really worried well, about. With him. I don't. I don't. Then we'll deal with that in ten years, or mm-hmm. five years, or eight years, or twenty years. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I'm not trying to analyze something that may or may not happen. You know, two or three or five or eight and twelve, twenty years from down the road. That's. Uh, yeah. That's. That's a little much. Well, you know, yeah, Trav, I mean, 20 years yeah, for you is yeah, like 50 years for me in, in my time. So. <laughs> yeah, the thing that I kind of – it might be a good thing is that, you know, he's already gone through a few gimmick changes trying to get on. You know what I mean? So with this thing being really appreciated um, with – you know, well, I've never seen no gimmicks. Being, I, all I know no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not talking about – but I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about him. What I'm saying is, like, with him going through a few gimmick changes, trying to get to this point, and then, you know, it can't just be us talking about how good that match was, how good the feud was, and how good he's been at this character. Like, I refuse to believe it's just us doing that. So hopefully, you know, with the acclaim that he's been getting from this, and, you know, Triple H seeing that people really appreciate this, by the time he's ready to go up, you know, hopefully that, you know, Triple H is either the guy in charge or has enough influence to where it's not something we have to go back and forth on. It's something that sticks. Now, I'll say this, Brian, as much of a fan of it as I am, I do believe it has a feeling. And so, you know, I hope that, you know, him being, like I said, 22, 23, being crazy athletic, you know, having a, probably a top 10 physique in that company, if we're being real. You know, with him having these things going for him, like, hopefully it's kind of a they, – they take this as far as it goes, and then the next thing is the last thing, you know? Um, but mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Uh, I agree. So I will uh, let you go. I know it's getting pretty late, and I always appreciate you having me on. So this is this question is kind of simple or, or simple slash easy question because Trav I already know how you feel about it. But okay. because you've already said it about what's your what is your, the the best matches you ever seen with your eyes, how you said it before. Oh sure, yeah. But yeah. But can so so knowing you saying this and it's kinda of loading up for Cam, is that can a match be you know, I know there's I saw online where there's like um uh, Dave Meltzer one rated one of um uh, Kenny Omega's match six stars and then six point six and a quarter stars. Uh, but can a match really be that high without being a title on? I'll be a title for stake. I mean, you can have a blood feud, and that's the final uh, match. And can it be? Okay. And again, I know you felt that way. But kind of a you know very short. Title oh, just because about. the fact that my favorite match, yes, was no title and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Which your favorite? Well, I think, I, yeah. I think so, Brian. Um, I mean, Austin, because, Austin, Brett, again, people look to as the, the best WrestleMania match ever. Yeah, yeah. Like that competes so, so, with, yeah. you know, my favorite, you know, Michael's, Michael's Taker, uh, uh, one, um, and you know that was just a blood feud, mm-hmm. big time. Um, and there's uh, what Owen Brett WrestleMania ten, uh, you know, like again we're talking about. Uh, Devotine Dreams, uh, Aleister Black being the NXT match of the year, and it's the only match even in the conversation that didn't have a title on the line. 
Um, I, I absolutely do think so, Ryan. And, you know, a lot of it does have to do with the devaluation of titles. But, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, um, I don't think – because there are some matches I think of how good they are, but it's not in the context of the title because it's not like – remember when uh, Steamboat beat Savage for the title? No, but I remember Steamboat versus Savage. You know what I mean? Because they were that good. Um, right. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think a match can be the best match of a show or a year or a generation and not have a title on the line, um, but it does depend on how invested you are in what you're seeing. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I agree, I agree with that, um, which, of course, I was there, um, WrestleMania three for Steamboat versus Savage. Nice. Sparkle Slash. Okay. Hey, so, again, guys, I really appreciate you having <laughs> no, me on. Did you just call Tyler Bates' top rope finishing maneuver the Sparkle Splash, Brian? Did you just do that? I don't know what you're talking about. Play a tape back. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Sparkle Splash. I looked at the corner of my eye, and I saw something flip over. So. Uh, hey, Bob, on the WWE Network, I saw, uh, actually I saw um, Mill Maskers do that move like in the 70s, believe it or not. Or the Twisted Bliss or Sparkles. I like, I like Sparkles Flash's name better. Right. But um, yeah. actually, Mill, Mill Maskers actually did it when, um, in the 70s. Oh, okay. Not sure I believe that, but uh, all right. I was there, and I time travel. You know how it goes. <laughs> all right. On that note. I will. Uh, I don't have a whole lot, but I will send something to the exclusive VIP portion. I hope you both have a real good night. Thanks a lot again, Trav, for having me on. And Cam, have a good night as well. Thanks, Brian. All right, you take care, Brian from uh, from Phoenix, and uh, Tyler Bates just lost to this great. fuck guy, Pete Peter fucking Dunsky. Tyler Bate Bate is great And it took me a while But Pete Dunne is better Like Pete Dunne is amazing Pete Dunne is shit Pete Dunne got a tattoo on his kneecap He's a fucking asshole I bet that shit hurt He's got his title in his mouth Like a fucking dummy He's a piece of shit Um you know what, before we go, I think we still got Darrell. Yeah, Darrell's on the line, of course. Uh, before we go to Darrell, let's uh, see what Rich got for us. Uh, Rich, what's, uh, what's happening? Not much. I just told my wife I'm going to have to uh, yell at you and slap you across the face next time I see you. Damn. Nice. I mean, I mean okay, you, you just but. About but you know, all right, here's You're the deal. Here's the deal. You're the deal. Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn. Got a, got a oh. tattoo of a wolf on his kneecap because he's from Wolverhampton. He has the title oh, in his oh. mouth because he thinks he's a wolf. He title in his has mouth a legit... He's a fucking dumbass. See, you're going to get two slaps now. Like, I'm going to front and back. Like, it's going to be St. Louis, and then I'm going to hit you with Kansas City. See? Just when you don't have a, a proper argument... For debate, you you resort to violence, folks. Always always remember that. Sometimes you gotta you punch a Nazi or somebody talking stuff. Fucking Pete Dunn, fucking guy. Um. Oh, since we got mm-hmm. you on the line, Rich, has have you guys seen the preview for Raising Dion? No. 
Okay, mm-hmm. so go to Netflix or go to YouTube or something, and Dion D I O N. Apparently, it's based on a graphic oh, novel. It's about this yeah, single black woman yeah, who has this seven-year-old son who starts to, you know, exhibit supernatural powers. powers. Ooh. Like, fam, I don't know. It's not the Wayans brothers, but it's like a who's doing this? One, maybe it's one of the Wayans brothers. Oh, you know what? I got it on Facebook because Kenya sent it to me. Uh, Kenya, here we go. Raising Dion. Oh, oh, Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> Why that? Oh, oh, makes okay. sense. Making sense. <laughs> sci-fi gives orders, gives series order to Michael B. Jordan sci-fi family drama, Raising Dion. Variety. Had to write up. Ten episodes based on a short film and comic book directed by director Dennis Liu. Nice. Uh, the series revolves around a young, recently widowed African-American mother who discovers her son has magical powers. Uh, her struggle with being a single mother is compounded with her need to teach Dion how to handle his supernatural skills and her search for answers about the source of his abilities with the help from her late husband's best friend. Yeah, so she's got like, you know, there's like CIA types, you know. It's hard to keep a seven-year-old oh, doing doing stuff. Right. So he gets on certain, you know, those alphabet alphabet agencies lists and yeah. It's like that episode of Boondocks when Huey had that we really don't know if he was imaginary or real, like federal agent. Oh, the agent that was following him. Mhm. Yeah, no. Um yeah, that might be something. Uh I want to order I want to in so why don't you get it out? You didn't get it out the library. No, I didn't have it. I, I went immediately to the website and searched, and they didn't have it. So it's like super indie. Like I'm not surprised that they don't. But anyway, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up. No, that's good. That's good. Um, I just got in from seeing a uh, Jumanji. Welcome to the Jungle. How was it? It wasn't bad. It was. At first, I was ready to say it was a movie, but then actually watching it, it was fun. It was a, it was something you could sit down and enjoy with either, like, it was a group of, like, 25 people in the theater because it was an earlier showing, and uh, it was a mixture of teenagers, families, and just, you know, adults watching it, and everybody laughed, everybody had fun, and I guess one of the actors is, maybe it's a Jonas brother or something, because the teenage girls in the audience were about to cuss the screen out when they thought he was going to die. Mm. Like, they got <laughs> verbal. I have not heard that before. I was like, oh, he better not. I was like, oh, okay, it's like that. <laughs> but, yeah, it wasn't that rock, as always, was the rock. Mm-hmm. But he got to he a moment a little bit. Hard. Yep, that's exactly what it was. And then Jack Black did a good job of being a teenage girl discovering that she's a 40-year-old overweight man. Yeah. And and Karen Gillan is a problem. <laughs> is that the one that's in the in the in the slim outfit? Like why am I in the yeah, jungle she, with you know, short shorts? Yeah. But well, she was already 
a problem when she did Doctor Who. Then she did this movie, and she's also uh, Nebula in Guardians of the Galaxy. Nebula, the little Asian-looking alien chick? No, no, the cyborg. Oh, the blue oh, one oh, that's the sisters one. with... Uh, Garbons, or Garbons, I know, that was her. Yeah. Okay. Gar- Gar- yeah, she, in the first one, she shaved her head completely bald, and the second they figured out they could keep her glory. Hmm. What's her name? Garbatron? Gamora. Gamora. Garbatron? Can you give me, like, a 10-minute period where you don't sound like an Alzheimer's patient working? Can you do that? Garbatron is the the best-selling, you know, comic hero. Then uh, you're going to be looking for residuals. Like, no, I hope you come up. I hope you shop shop that character. Mm. (laughs) Garbatron. Yeah, it would be the, the, the ducks that have to show up and then they'd have to make the yeah, yeah, yeah. the robot again. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, the reference right, tip we'll, before uh, you go to Durrell. We'll do huh, go ahead. I was gonna say, uh, the biggest thing I took away from that Lars Sullivan match is they would be yeah. very smart if they turned Raw into the Tojo film where you got the land of the monsters and smack down the action-packed, like, little dudes who aren't in 205 Live. Because you already got Braun, Brock, Big Show when he's there, Kane. You had a guy like mm-hmm. Lars Sullivan, and you just got monsters on monsters on monsters. Smack down, I mean, loaded up with a guy like Velveteen. You know, he's not tall, but Joe, you know, he's a monster in his... You know, oh, and Joe, yeah, and of course, Joe. He's the king of the Tojo film. He's got the Godzilla theme. Oh, right. Yeah, there you go. But, yeah, I'm good. Talk to you later. Cam, have a good night. All right, man. All right, man. Take care. All right, let's uh, end things on the, on the Georgia note. Uh, Darrell, what's happening? What up? Georgia on my mind. What up? What's going on, man? Not a thing, not a thing. How you and Trav doing today? I'm, I'm doing good. Right. I'm doing very well. Okay. Okay. Still tripping when Travis uh, went on the rant uh, on the um, VIP side <laughs> of the people who was um, talking crazy, I guess, in the um, old little forms. Fam. Yo, so I went to the real original East Coast, East Coast audio thread on the torch message board <laughs> from the one that started in 08 after we did our first show that Matt Steets fucking started. And, um, <laughs> yeah. Yo, they was Only thing I agree with. Only thing I agree with with um a lot of y'all uh, sound like y'all was white guys, man. The only person who sound like he was a black okay. guy was Drake. 
with Dre. I, mean, I, I was. I, I mean, was, I don't like, even know if I could be like, like, oh yeah, whatever. That's how I sound, or like be offended. Like, what the fuck you mean? I know there's no reason to be offended. You, you absolutely. You get all I mean, there's a little bit of reason to be offended. I'm not a fucking white guy. Man, check <laughs> this out, man. When somebody call you and you call me in to see if they hiring or getting the interview, listen, I got my good, interview voice, and I got my fucking discuss, regular. You don't have to disguise your I mean, voice. Uh, street cred voice. Hey, you don't have to disguise and I use your my regular, voice. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to sound like voice. And you said I sound like a fucking white guy. So nah, 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 fam. We 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 clear. We're uh, you know where we at, uh, 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 Darrell. I got you. No, I hey, know man, what you're saying. You think about Plus, me. I wish I wish I had that voice because <laughs> I got the country bumpkin hood voice. So you know what I'm saying. So like the person told me on the phone because you know I I answer calls for a living. Like the guy told uh-huh. me, man, you're trying to be, you're trying to sound white, man. You 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 a nigga, ain't you? Uh, excuse my language. God, <laughs> yikes! Yo, I just had to laugh. I just had to laugh at him. On Jesus and Mero, Dram was talking about um, the craziest shit that happened because he was talking about yeah, you know, I used to work customer service, and he was like, basically the same thing you just said. Yeah, you know, put it a little different. It was like, hey, we got a nigger on the phone. Like, fam, I'm calling because your credit is fucked up. And you you want to tell whoever's in the background, your wife or your homie, you 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 gotta come on, yeah. And see me, I handle accounts, so they call me, <laughs> so it's totally different. So I oh, control shit. your account. So you oh, talking all crazy idiot. to me? If you go, if you on Instagram, go check out Redo Brown page. He put up a yeah, video, about it. and that's the same exact exact thing that I go through. A person called in. You gonna you gonna cut my shit on? You gonna then? Hey man, you stay right here, right? Oh, that look that's that's the hood right there. Hey man, um, they say you owe fifteen hundred dollars and you got to pay that now. Then they want to calm down. Okay, then, man, <laughs> you all dissing me, but you can't pay this bill. <laughs> Get out of here. Oh man. Oh, the person who called uh, who called me that. Oh, um, now you need my help. Uh. Should have thought about that. Now I got to give you the run around. Now I'm going to keep you on this phone for about an hour and a half. Don't make me none. <laughs> Don't make me none at all. But, yeah, what it is. But, yeah, man, y'all did. Hey, I was feeling big. I was like, damn, this black guy, Dre, man, he and him with this show, talking with all these white people, man. Hey, we we, we coming up in the world. Yeah. <laughs> so Dre is the black one. <laughs> Oh he had God. the black name. He had the he had the black bear. Oh, All right, Bardre fucking Purnell. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> he, had, he had the bear white voice that the brothers be trying Yo, to put on when they back in the day. Of Bardre, the buttery tones of Bardre Purnell. I never, yeah, son of a bitch. Yeah, Cam got the muscles. Yeah, you know, Dre got the fucking voice. I'm just the fucking asshole. He yells at people and talks about. And see, 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 this is how it was. Cam had the suburbia, um, the suburbia brother on um, voice. Um, Brian Austin and uh, Rich, hey, I thought them for years. Was, well, this um, was way for the know, first few years. What, what, the I, shit I, I was, was talking about. I thought they were white. Yeah, it was way before uh, East Coast cast. See, That's I had to red. go back when I first listened to you the first time. I had to go back and listen and catch up. You know what I'm saying? I didn't come around okay. to. To 2013 or uh, 2012, so I had to go back and listen. So listen to these guys, you know what I'm saying? Boom, boom. You tell Willis 
who Willis was and people like that. You can tell who Sarge was and, and stuff like that. But Rich, did, man, Rich and, and Brian Austin, they was the um the white guy. Then the first time I heard Travis go on the uh, rant, I like that ain't no white guy. That's a brother right there. That's a brother. Damn, it took me. Oh man! See, as soon as I got anger and passionate, then he recognized. And like, oh, he just snapped up out of that. Uh-uh, uh-uh, no, sir. It was probably getting no, a rain on Sting or something. Oh, no, you didn't hear the original stuff. So then I was always going Man, it was when you and Stars got into it, and when I heard the um, rain. Good time. Oh, okay. Legendary <laughs> moment. Legendary. I see Sarge on Facebook right now. Keep that boy up, too. Sarge being so I was like, wow. <laughs> I was like, wow. But, yeah, man. And I always thought, um, for some reason, I was kind of iffy about um, on what we call it from the uh, shy, who just had his glory moment the other day when he called in with his girlfriend on the phone. Uh, I hope that's his girlfriend. I think that's his girlfriend. That was the most classic, uh, classic I ever heard his any of his conversation. But that was big ups right there. He called in to Greg them. But, Where? yeah, I, I was like, damn. That's the only thing I agree with right there. That they did sound a little color different, but at best, they broke the barrier. Fight the power. <laughs> Yo, this was 08. This was before everybody and their fucking mom had a podcast, too. So I always remember that. I mean, yeah. You won the first, man. You the first. I'd be mad that, fuck, why was we behind a paywall for so many years, you know, for that for first two crucial years of, you know, like, torch folks know us, but. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure was. And like I said last week, I'm tying in everything that y'all y'all spoke about today. That goes to that net neutrality thing, and I was hearing what y'all was saying. Man, that crap going to have everybody all backwards. It won't start today. Tomorrow or next nope. year? Nope. That's the insidious double? part about it. They're gonna they're gonna implement this shit slowly but surely, and this and it's gonna be generational. It's gonna be, yeah. All of a sudden, it's gonna be a whole generation of people that don't know what it's like. You know, ten years go by, they're not gonna know what it's like to have completely free and open uh, internet access. Because think about it like this. People who do something, you use the Internet probably all day while you're awake. You use it right now. scrolling because fucking Because you use your phone. Okay. Yeah, you use your phone. But if you tell some people, because, you know, everybody ain't um, don't have common sense. Common sense is no longer um, a born trait. That's something that you have to teach people nowadays. You tell people, you're on the Internet right now on your phone. They're going to tell you, no, nah, man, I'm using my minutes. Okay, man. <laughs> All right. Hey, what is it? In 2002? Your minutes? Hey, that's how people that's how people be Hey, go up to a random person, man. <laughs> they still be especially call anybody me after who nine when my minutes is free. What the fuck? That's not a thing anymore. <laughs> man, talk to people who got straight talk phones. Oh, my phone's oh, slowing shit, up because I'm running out of minutes. <laughs> my phone's slowing up because I'm uh, I'm running out of minutes. No, bitch, you running out of gigabytes. That's that's what they telling you. Run out of gigabytes. <laughs> Sorry, no, man, because this 
Hey man, because this how I talk, man. I I because I, I have to tell my girl that too. I have to talk to her that way too. Because sometimes she she lose her heavenly body, her her soul jump out of her body sometimes, her spiritual spiritual side jump out, and she lose common sense. Like you no know, gigabytes, man. Then I have to turn the other way because if I know if I say too much, then you know an unhappy home means an unhappy person. So at best, I have to keep quiet. But um. Man, this is this stuff is crazy. It's gonna be crazy. Um, going to y'all talk about Stephanie McMahon, man. That was classic. Big shots to um Willie Chuck. Even though, man, I gotta have a discussion with that guy, man. Sometimes he be too drunk. He be calling in shows, be wilding. The slurring of the words. I, but he he brought a good discussion in. I don't, I see that too. My girl was watching it, and her her little boy was watching the show. Like, man, why do all these guys hate um this one woman? And it make it seem like just most wrestling fans who are men don't don't like women, don't respect women. Well, who was uh, the woman that they hate? That they were saying that they hate about um Stephanie on the booing and all that because they watch it when mm-hmm. I watch it. They're like every time she come out. You try to explain the character. So she my girl, she's she like this. I mean, but really my girl like her. this. It ain't about it ain't about her being a horrible person because you know most women yeah. who 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 don't be, be into stuff like this, they like women who boss up and stuff like that. So it's nothing that you can tell them bad about them because they like mm-hmm. women who boss up. They just feel like men be intimidated. So they were like, her logic was, how come? These guys who watching other men in funky positions that men shouldn't be watching anyway, that you have to disband your disbelief of, get upset mm-hmm. when a beautiful woman come out and talking to you and telling you stuff and paying you attention. That makes me question, where are you? So you don't want to sit here and see these sweaty men all on each other, rubbing their balls in each other's face when they going for a pen? I mean, if you if you choose to think that way and about the people that are watching, yeah, sure. But you know, you could I don't know realize it's a little more. Oh, sure, there's a segment of the population that loves the sweat and the balls and all that stuff. But yeah, no, that's that's stupid. Yeah, no, you know what's See, crazy? She can't um, this is a um, this is a conversation I had to have with with Shahid over over a period of years. And, like, cause we talk about it, and he'd be like, yo, like, he was like, but, like, basically the conversation be like, but she's attractive. It's like, I don't care. <laughs> my thing, like, I don't care. Like, she's terrible, and the things she does are bad, and she's bad at what she's doing. And it took me like, years to bring him around. And the things that she does, like, not kayfabe. It's yeah, not, she's, she's, like, if it was just like, oh, that's just the Stephanie McMahon character. Yeah. But, like, no, 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 no. That's, no, uh... you'd be surprised. Like she's like if if I can say she's done anything right, like she's a big part of me being objective towards good-looking women. Because like I she, she doing she a, job, a long time ago is where I drew the line. Well, but she's not because, and this is why I say she's not doing her job. Like, uh, and you know, I was thinking about it. Like I'm, I'm big into mind. the wire, right? Ellen. I'm big into The Wire. Like, The Wire is my show. And the only person on The Wire who was untouchable was the Greek. He's the only one who basically got out scot-free without any real penalty. 
But the thing about the Greek was he got out because he wasn't loud and flashy and wasn't hit you over the head violent. He got out because he was in his lane. Like, so, like, not only does Stephanie get the best of everybody and makes it painfully obvious that she gets the best of everybody, but she never gets her comeuppance. And that's what bothers me. Like, she's, I don't like characters that exist above the narrative. And it's not it has nothing to do with her being a woman. Like, I hated Triple H. I see that in his everyday years because he was. Yeah, yeah. okay. I see that in everyday life because when she came out there on Monday, it's like it's like it's like us brothers and it's a lot of us out there. We in a group and we are and we wilding out and stuff like that. You you get come out and the police come out there surrounding you. You don't got no place to run. Yeah, you gonna stop, get on the ground, and I don't care if y'all fighting. You hear that? You stop it. If you can't run, you scattering. You getting on the ground because you fear you gonna get shot. And they ain't gonna never get. They come up as anyway. So hey, right. see the police. Yeah. See the Shoot police. Me eight times and they defend the everybody. The brother. I would do that. Oh no, and you ain't gonna never I get your I was trying to create that though. Like I wouldn't stop. Like if me and my coworker are getting into it, I'm not stopping for my boss. I'm like I'm not feel like that. You stop for them like, boys and hey, Yeah, but she's not that. Like I understand like the she analogy is boys in blue. She already. Well, but she already fills that role. Like, she's she's their boss. She controls their livelihood. She don't control their lives. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, my boss but can't in the come story, into in the situation. Wise, she controls their lives because their livelihood she never, is connected she never to their lives in the story. Who did, I'm who just did saying, in the storyline, she she is the police. Yeah. The, G, the GMs are, the, um, are, are your boss. That come around, you gonna yeah. fight. You gonna keep fighting I, 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 Kurt Angle or uh, uh, what's McCauley tell you to stop. But um, if Stephanie, uh, Vince come around, unless you special and can put your hands on Vince, um, you gonna stop. You gonna you gonna stop. And I, you, yeah, I'm not you mad at the My boss's boss can't pull up on me though. Like, and again, this is just me talking personally. Like, I don't have the capacity to. Unless my and, and and I hear what you're saying about the police, but unless my life or family are being put in physical danger, I don't have the capacity to adjust my attitude in a situation like that. But like I, I you, you're not wrong. Stephanie's the charge. Stephanie's the boss. It annoys me that Vince McMahon was catching stunners and getting hit with beers and bedpans for years and years and years to at least give me the illusion that these strong people are in charge of their own lives. But I don't like seeing people brought down a peg, especially strong people, when somebody who controls their money is put in the forefront. Like, if I had to watch... Then we have to talk, I, I about, then we have to talk about how the, everybody changed, how, how society has changed, and you couldn't yeah. um, put it's, your hands on, on women. Because I can remember uh, once you got, especially in them years on SmackDown, when she would turn and she really got a big role, she was getting stunners, um, pedigrees, rock bottoms. Yeah. She was oh, getting, she was catching all that. And I think people forget. She no also reason. wasn't on TV, you know, dominating people's lives and basically letting because Vince wasn't allowing that. Vince was in 2003. Was, it was but you still, had a different and, Vince too. Everybody forget yeah, you have a different Vince who yeah. Yeah, no, let stars be stars. 
And I think people start to blame everybody else and forget to blame the man who behind it because we have a different Vince. We don't, we don't, Vince only going to let who? Brock Lesnar, used to be John Cena, and Roman Reigns do, the, do stuff like some of the stuff that people in the Attitude Era used to do. Back in the Attitude Era, what, you had about 12, 20 people, even mid-carders, doing stuff that star, that the top of the card stars were doing. He ain't allowing that nowadays. So they focused and put the blame on people like Stephanie and Triple H, who trying to finagle their way into getting enough power where they can finally take over. So, like, when people say that about Steph and say, well, Triple H always trying to put himself over. He ain't book himself like they were talking about when he beat gender. He didn't book himself into that match. Um, um, Vince booked this, booked himself, booked him into that match, yeah, and made him go on that show. He couldn't tell Vince, him no, convincing him that that booking is the is the correct thing. Nobody else had that kind of access. That makes it different. Do we do we, do we know that? I think we always he's assume coming that. up as he what that an assumption that he was he wasn't treated. You took Triple H in two thousand three was. Full in, married to Stephanie, was treated like regular talent? No, he wasn't but in I the ne- meetings and all that shit? I never shit. said he wasn't. I never said he wasn't, um, like, not treated, like, had the treated like regular that, people. That makes a big difference. He had it. Not yeah, only was he married to the boss, he had access. He was sitting right there. But don't we ask anybody who had that type of position of power, like, why are you, um, Give yourself a, a little heads up. You know, you can always talk to them and make yourself seem less valuable, but you got to thank them people in a position of power also trying to get more power. So if you start making yourself seem less valuable, then that person who got the power not going to continue to give you that power. So you have to continue to do certain stuff. You might not want to do it. Might not want to do it. Yeah, Triple H do that, but we also don't see him on TV. I'm pretty sure he's the one who pulling himself away from TV and not being a, a full-time authority figure because what he really want to do is work with his NST crew and get that popping off more and more and more because ever since NST been popping, he pulled himself off TV completely. He's not on there every week like he was in the authority angle when they came out there and gave him the vote of no contest and he was there every week and stuff like that. Back, that's back when CM Punk was there. So I'm just putting everything together. People only look at the small view and that small thing and don't look at the overall, the overall picture. That's what I'm saying about both of them. They, they might not want to do it, but you got to do it because you're trying to continue to gain power from this old man who don't want to give up power. He uh, popped yeah. a team. He popped a team. I don't, I don't, to give I don't up think power. Triple H was like, you know what, I got to, you know, Beat and dominate Booker T and RVD and Kane and Scott Steiner and consecutive back to back to back to back to back to back pay per views for a two three year you know for a year or two because that's you know what Vince you know just doing what the old man wants and if I had my druthers no come on you know enough about Triple H to know that that wasn't the case so like why are you yeah but think about it like this though when the last time Triple H won a WrestleMania. All right, okay, yes, he's lost his last five WrestleManias. Oh, again, 
Like, that's the whole po- reason he lost these WrestleManias. So people like you will go, but Triple H lost the last five WrestleManias. That makes up for dicking people over for a fucking dozen years. I ain't saying, I ain't saying that makes Sounds up for like it. You can, the first hey, place you, can, you, win. you do a lot of shit when you, you, you do a lot Listen, of shit when you're chasing the power if you got the power to young. do certain things, you also understand that there's a perception and you have to make sure that people see your power as not too wieldy. So you do things like, break it down. Ah, yeah, break it down. let me let me let this thing happen. I mean, I don't know. I, I think it's I break it, it down like very clear, clear cut. What type of person and, and as a wrestler that Triple H was just I break it down Hulk like Hogan this, like with, with Hulk Hogan to to he was Hulk Hogan if if Hulk Hogan had Hulk Hogan to as a template of what to but and think not about to, it like this. not to do. You can talk about Hogan. Hogan kept doing the same thing even as he got older. He kept doing the same thing. Remember the stuff that he was trying to do with Shawn Michaels that made Shawn Michaels go out there and sell all crazy and they match because what Hogan yeah, still trying to run those power games that he did back in the old days. You, but you see him switching. You see him switching it up as he got older. Yes, it comes around every so often, like with the gender stuff and stuff like that. Okay. But you got to think, when you, he, at them days, early 2000s, he was on the come up. He didn't have a spot yet. His spot wasn't carved out yet. So he was on the come up to get a spot. So you're doing whatever, like a basketball player who's supposed to be a star, like somebody like LeBron James. When he first came in the league, he, had to, he was on the come up, so he had to put the league on notice. So he did a whole lot of stuff that you don't see him do to this day. Now that you're carving out your spot, you just smoothing your game out. Right, all it's the like way. the idea that yeah, you, sometimes you, you have wrestle to go back. a certain style to get over, and then you wrestle a certain style to stay over, and those are two yes. very different styles. Yes, and that's something that you can't that you don't turn see. on a dime. You got to like slowly but surely introduce other things and reduce other things, and then you know. And the people who don't know how to turn that off, the Hogan's, the Daniel Bryan's, and stuff. Some sometimes their careers end in tragedy. Hogan still believing that he's Hogan and got all this power and he can manipulate people. Hey, now you out here getting yeah. caught on tape, fucking your best friend and all this stuff and your whole facade that you put up for years your and years. Your best friend's wife. Who? Poof. That tape would have been went up way more interesting if he was fucking Bubba with a little Spanish. That would have been great. <laughs> Are you Daniel Bryant? You get yourself over, but you so in love with the so-called art of it. But you ain't understanding. If you want to continue your art, you still continue to flex out and change your style and adapt because you want to do your art forever, you say. So you cheating yourself when you continue to go balls out on the art and don't change your style. Now you're in a fight trying to get your career back. So in, in the long run, all these people doing is just, you know, they doing what they being told because we all in agreement. If those two was running the show, the show would be totally different than the product you see right now, right? Oh yeah, sure. That's a given. That's so a that, that tells you the, the experience that they had. Even though yeah, they were screwing people over and stuff like that, but it, it taught them lessons that they probably, if they if they come out honestly and truthfully, and write a book about this, they'll say, yeah, I fucked over people when I was younger. Yeah, but I tried to make up for it later on in life. That's like most people. 
that's a, that's what caused people to have rege- redemption stories in the first place. They did a lot of shit when they were young that they want they shouldn't have did. You grow older, you learn about it, you reflect, and you try to change it. You try to leave a different legacy out here. I think Bruce said something about that too, about when people start getting older in the golden years, they start thinking differently about their legacy. But oh, yeah. that's my whole thing about Stephanie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind that she came yeah, out there. Out. Yeah, then somehow we 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 landed here. Um yeah. but yeah, at eight forty five we're gonna go ahead and end things here. Um Appreciate the call and the energy and all that, Darrell. Uh, so, yeah, that does it for us, Cam. Uh, thanks for hanging in there. Everybody live, folks, uh, we'll be back next week. VIP, if click over, me and Rich will have, uh, have another hour or so of some VIP content. So uh, check that out. And uh, until next week, that's Cam. I'm Trev. We out of here. <laughs>